for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blap chat, blap chat. Hey. What's goody, what's goody, folks? It's popping. What's good? Oh, we have a new voice on here today. <laughs> So, um, Glam and, uh, Glam and Atlas Mundo Shout out to Mundo it. Yeah, they couldn't make Traveling it today the world Yeah, they're actually out of, t- out of town right now Um, Atlas is in Florida And so, um, just me and, uh, Avian And, uh, we have a special guest here My man Jael Give Jael a round of applause What's up, what's up? Honored to be here Yeah <laughs> Yeah, Jael's part of the squad The Roseville squad, um and uh, yeah, man, he's just—he's a dope producer. He got a cool, um, cool sound to what he's doing. Um, you're going to school, right? Or you're graduating soon? Yeah, next year I'm graduating from City College. City College. Oh. Yeah. One more year graduate. Um, start. What's the uh, major again? Concentration audio engineering. Audio engineering. Yeah. There you go. That's dope. So yeah. I wanted to bring Jael in um, today. I mean, not only because he's the homie, but. Uh, it's interesting. I, I've wanted to kind of get you to join us um, in the past, too, um, because I want to really like kind of talk about like what it's what, what, what the schooling system is like for all this stuff, because, you know, we, we talk about like how there's really not that many resources and like places that you can learn this stuff. So like what are the kind of things that they're teaching you over there in, in the school you're going to? Yeah. So uh, I go to City College four-year program and Mm -hmm. uh in the beginning it's just like how to set up a microphone right how to coil a microphone cable properly like the basics okay and then we get into like mixing like how to set up a session how a template saves you time right all these things and he uh the concentration of city college is mainly like just to be a versatile engineer and like know how to do everything so if you want to track vocals you could do that Mm -hmm. you want to open up logic and produce you could do that too so just you be that guy in the session that knows how to do everything right so each year they build upon that and even like they go like left field to like film like like doing music for moving image Mm. and like sound design and like they show us like john williams scores like it's crazy dope so they just go like above and beyond to like make us very versatile and multi-talented that's what's up yeah and see i think that's i think that's what you kind of get out of the experience is like a lot of that stuff, you know, like this industry is kind of built on this philosophy of like you teach yourself mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But I do feel like if there's a school out there, which is the one you're going to, that's a legit program that that actually teaches you all of those things. I mean, that's pretty valuable, man. Yeah. Like learning how to sync audio with movies. It's crazy. It's a whole different art. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a whole different art. Also, too, I feel like it it allows for you to like kind of pick and choose you like what you really want to do mm-hmm. you know and you you kind of touch these different parts of it and then you just, you're interested in like one thing and then you kind of pursue that 
based on kind of what you learned, right? Yeah, and you never know. Like, you may like it. You've never been exposed to it. So you're like, oh, I never tasted, like, or how to do music to a moving image. And once you do it, you're like, oh, I'm addicted to this. Like, this is very cool. Right. And you match emotion to the things happening on screen. And right. It's like, you produce differently after that, too. That's sick. Which is crazy. Yeah. That's dope. That's super dope, man. Yeah, man. So shout out to all you guys that are that are going to school for this stuff. Um, paying tuition. Paying tuition. <laughs> you know, I mean, the system is set to, you know, put you in debt. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, the But don't school... they have that free tuition yeah, thing they, Yeah, what's on? up with is that? Is that from, for... It's, yeah, they enacted it now, but I'm not sure the details of it. Like, the... There has to be That's like, a, big a deal. small disclaimer somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but what about... Yeah, I feel like if you... But what if you, like... What if you're already in debt? You know what I mean? Do yeah, you get like, forgiven? I'm like, they do this now and I'm about to graduate. Like, it's crazy. Exactly. Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of like red, like fine print that's mm-hmm. like not allowing you to do the full like free tuition thing. Yeah. Right. It's like you have to do this first and then this. Like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of loopholes probably. Loopholes. Yeah. You probably yeah. have to have like a certain income or something like that. Or- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. So shout to you guys that are going to school for this, like I said. Um, but, you know, in addition to the school stuff, like... There's like just unlimited resources out there. You guys, there's YouTube, YouTube where you can learn friend. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Speaking of that, like, what are what are some like things like other kind of platforms that you kind of look for? Like, are there any other ones aside from YouTube that you kind of rely on? YouTube, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just all like music platforms, streaming, tutorial videos, tutorial videos for sure. Yeah. Just subscribing to a bunch of YouTube channels and like how they make the beats behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, behind the boards too. Like that mm-hmm. that whole series is kinda interesting too. I've been watching like Axel Foley and Six Sense, like Dope. how they make beats too, and it's very interesting. Like Yeah. How much work they put into it. And even how they came up to like meeting the artist they made the beat for. It's yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Now like Lab Chat is like a whole new platform too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, Ryan um, Leslie episode. I'm tuning in. Like I wasn't yeah. there for it. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Dropped yeah a lot a of gems. There was a lot of gems on that one, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um <clears throat> Ryan Ryan just has a plethora of knowledge. I was I was like kind of re listening to it and I'm in my mind, I'm, I'm like, every time I hear him speak, I'm like, damn, like what he's saying is so true yeah. and like so obvious, but you don't like think about that, mm-hmm. that stuff. Like you, he's, he's like presenting ideas that are, you hear them and you're like, wow, that makes so much sense. Like, why didn't I apply that before? Right. You know, like what are some jewels that you guys got from that show? Like perfection. What are, what are some of the things that you learned from that? <laughs> oh my God. There's so many. Yeah. I think like just overall, it's just not stopping Right. You know, just throughout the years, he just never quit. And mm-hmm. I think that's like for me, you know, I'm always pushing myself to no matter how unmotivated or I feel or how uh, like how much I'm like lacking creativity at that moment. It's like, don't give up. Keep going, you know, because right. you got to be dedicated. And it's about relationships. Like he yep. said, at the end of the day, that's the biggest thing. You know, it's just hard work, dedication and relationships. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. What and also I? trying to like uh, innovate, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that's a big thing. And I think that's what helped him, especially in the era of like the whole YouTube when it was coming up, you know, no one else was doing that. So that kind of helped him, you know, kind of uh, be seen in a different light. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, trying to find different ways to think outside the box and like, you know, be unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love when he talked about, um, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours mm-hmm. in one day. Um, and, uh, so it really just depends on what you spend your your time on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that part really struck with me because, 
you know, you make time for different things. You make time to work out. You make time to sit and watch Netflix. That's so true. But are you making time to get better at your craft or, like, you know, get an education, go to school, go go on YouTube for, like, an hour every morning and just dig mm-hmm. for information or spend, like, an hour every day, like, reading a book mm-hmm. that can help you grow, you know? Yeah. All those things are so important. Mm-hmm. It's investing in yourself. Ryan Leslie YouTube videos are lit. Like, They're super yo, lit. Yeah. He started that shit. Mm-hmm. He, he like really rented like a what is like a trumpet and like just it was crazy, man. Yeah, All his YouTube videos are insane. Just go search Ryan Leslie on YouTube, guys. For, I'm sure most of you guys have probably seen him, but yeah. go to YouTube, search Ryan Leslie making a beat, and you'll find some craziness. Vibes. Yeah, <laughs> vibes, man. So yeah, man. Earlier today, um, I think that yeah, that was today. Um, and also, this is kind of an ongoing conversation, but I uh, went on another rant. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. What's going <laughs> on, on with Twitter? That? I I love it because I really my whole goal in doing that is to create conversation mm-hmm. among the producer community that have certain beliefs, mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy because what I'm discovering is that there's this large community of music producers and but it's split into different categories of like what they believe Mm -hmm. and what they you know what they think is right and what they think is wrong and it's really interesting because not all music producers are the same right not they don't not everyone has the same uh you know way they go about doing things or they don't believe the certain things so Mm -hmm. um it's interesting so i was basically saying like i guess it was an extension of um the comment when I said uh, that, um, you know, if you pirate uh, drum kits yeah. and you download them for free, it's karma. Mm-hmm. Right. So the group, the group of producers that sort of co-sign that are the ones that are, you know, uh, paying for drum kits mm-hmm. and paying for sounds and not really not pirating. So you have the purists who are like, I'll never download anything illegally. I'm going to pay for it. I feel good paying for it with Mm -hmm. my own hard-earned money. And I feel like, that you know, I just feel better about, you know, supporting the people who created these tools. Mm -hmm. So that's one group. Yeah. And then you have another group that says, you know what? I'm not paying for your shit. All these kits are recycled. They, um... You know, it, there's no difference between buying a, or downloading a drum kit and, you know, what they used to do back in the day when they used to steal drums off vinyl. And that, because of that reason, that justifies the fact that I should be able to get this stuff for free anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and that group of people is kind of split up into different subgroups, too, where you have it's like people who have the money to buy the stuff, but they decide not to anyway. And then you have the people who don't have the money who have no choice but to download this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. And then you have the in-between crowd where they kind of just, like, don't really care mm-hmm. or they kind of do both. Mm-hmm. So you have people that, like, maybe downloaded kits for free and start trading them and spreading mm-hmm. them out, but then they end up liking the kits and then they go ahead and decide to start supporting them, mm-hmm. which is also cool, right? So all three are very different types of, let's call it... um. Uh, uh, beat or I don't know I don't know a name but like the the whole conversation is really just about like pirating versus not pirating mm-hmm. you know sounds and stuff so I want you guys opinion on that because I, my belief is that if there's a product out there that's being sold it's a service and it's it's a tool mm-hmm. to be used and the reason why it is being sold is because 
the money that is made is going back to the actual creation exactly and um and the the whole organization and creation of the actual product right and so in the american dream and in in, in america isn't that to me that's sort of like the barter system mm-hmm. you know back in the day when before money and before paper money people were trading goods for gold you know it was like give i'll give you um a pound of barley and you give me a pound uh, you know five gallons of fresh water or something i don't know win-win yeah Yeah, so it was a barter system right and then money came in and then we started to monetize gold and then paper and etc etc so labor and product for Mm -hmm. cash which is the economy Mm -hmm. the global economy right um, so my argument is that, you know, if it's a product that's being sold, technically it should be purchased. And if it's not, then is there, isn't there something wrong with that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I love this convo. <laughs> that's why, that's why I want to get Gary V on It's a form of gratitude. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, you want to get it from the source. You don't want to get it from a secondhand person. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause if you know you're getting it from the source, it's going to sound good. Right, Cause, and also like if you're a fan of the producer, why not like right. support and get put money in his pocket yeah. so he can keep making it better? Because right. it, it shows that he has support, and he's gonna be like, "Oh man, I'm inspired to do even better." Yeah. Right, and yeah, like all these sites like Drum Broker, you know, they have kids like Jake One and Ill Mind mm-hmm. and uh, Cardiac making mm-hmm. fire kids, and you're like, "Yo, I got it! Like it's worth the money." Yeah, like, don't get it. Like yeah, people want everything for free, but then mm-hmm. like. It's, there's value in those kids, and yeah. you should put money up. Yeah, and and it's crazy because like, you know, guys like Jake One and Cardiac and S One mm-hmm. and all these great sound designers that are putting kids out, they don't have to do it. Yeah, you know, it's a different avenue of income. Yeah, yeah, like they're just branching out. Like you can't just be making meets. You got to do other things to like branch out, network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 sure. definitely. Yeah. What do you think? Perfection? I mean, I I'm a firm believer of investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like people need to invest in themselves and invest in quality. Um, it's just it's weird because like in the producer community, especially like with me, I know a lot of producers and working in the studio, you know, they're always like yeah. handing each other like, oh, I have this sound, you know, right. and it's and it, like what I see it as, I guess, in the environment I'm in, when I see it happening, it's never with malicious intent. It's never like, oh, fuck that. I'm not paying for that. It's like, yeah. yo, bro, you need you need to. I got yeah. you. You know what I mean? So, like, that's how I'm used to seeing it. But when I actually started doing music production, um, I didn't know what I really wanted to use. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends gave me FL Studio. But it was um, it was a crack version. Mm-hmm. But I used it probably for, like, a month. And I always told myself, like, I need to get original shit. Right. Because I want to, you know, I want to invest in it. I want to be able to update my shit whenever I want. I don't want to feel limited. Right. So I always said, you know, if I'm going to take this serious, I'm really going to invest in, in my shit. Right. So then I got my, you know, my MacBook and then I down I purchased Logic. Like I legitimately purchased it. And I just felt comfortable with that because I, I don't feel restricted, you know, right. to like, again, like, oh, you know, I can't update my shit or right, anything like, like that. Right, like demo version or anything exactly. like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like I know a lot of producers that, you know, pass around kits and shit and it's never yeah. really with malicious intent. With so I yeah, get community, that. Yeah. See that, that. But I think you should definitely invest in yourself and, and you know, invest in the people that you admire and yeah. that are doing this for the love. Yeah, I think I think that's um that's kind of like a, a second conversation mm-hmm. on top of this one is the the trading the trading market mm-hmm. and and it's you know it goes both ways because it kind of reminds me of like you know like when pokemon was like 
you know, back then, like Pokemon cards and like Yu-Gi-Oh trading cards, cards. Right, Yu- right, right. Yu-Gi-Oh cards, exactly. Like yeah. trading and stuff like that. That's like a, a form of like um, community Just and like together. building together right. and like sharing ideas, mm-hmm. which which I'm super duper yeah. um, co-signing. Like, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. There's producers that are saying, yo, did you hear this? Like, you mm-hmm. should cop that. Or, mm-hmm. yo, I'll give you this if you give me that. Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to what right. I was saying before, the barter system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but then it's tough, like, nowadays with the internet, you know, because we're mm-hmm. always saying, like, you have access to everything. Like, yeah. you want to do something, you have access to it with the internet. So I think that's what kind of, like, messes things up a bit is that you have literally access to everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for some people, it's like, you know, why should I, like, which is stupid, but like, why should I buy something when I have it right here available without yeah. having to spend money? And I get that, but again, you gotta invest it. in shit. You know yeah, what I mean? In yeah. order for shit to grow. I, but yeah. I think that's the tough part. Is like the internet. You can just Google whatever. I just yeah. buy it because I'm a fan. And it's easy right. access. You know what I'm yeah. Like right. At the end of the day, I really like. I want to support you. Keep mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, definitely. And l- listen, it, it's kind of like think, albums. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, buy, people don't albums buy albums nowadays. They just download it. You know. But they'll go to the show to support. Yeah. Exactly. They'll, you know, buy merch. They'll, they'll buy merch if they support, and they'll they'll spread the word. They'll mm-hmm. tell people if they like it and they support it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it's interest. It's very just an interesting conversation, if anything, because it's still a very new concept. It's mm-hmm. like the the drum kit marketplace is a very new marketplace. Still, Booming. it's only a few years old, um, and it's definitely booming. It's growing every year, and so you're gonna get pirating attached to that and people are going to download for free and you know and, and also it's just like um i think it's an ethical thing too mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent you know it's like um you know it's like uh, it's, it's to me it's no different than like if you see something that you probably should pay for but it's like there and like you can totally grab right. it like yeah. and no one will know and like you won't get arrested and like it's totally fine if you take it mm-hmm. then is it the you, right you know thing to do, it, do you yeah. take it sure you can take it you can get away with it and it could be cool and it'll help you and everything is fine and dandy. But then, then we start entering like a deeper conversation. Of like, is that, yeah. Is yeah. that morally? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Uh, you know, does karma, will karma get you? I don't know. I mean, I made a tweet about it and pissed right. people off and yeah, said, somebody was said you're going to get ass raped <laughs> by a label. If you, if you pirate drum kits and download shit for free, then don't be mad if rappers download your beats for free. Right. I don't know because listen, there's rappers out there that are trying to download beats for free mm-hmm. all day. I mean, there's probably hundreds of thousands of rappers on on SoundCloud right now ripping beats. Wow. They're going in they're, they're you know um hacking into emails and going into this account, this account and just trying to get free beats. So that's an even crazier marketplace. I don't even know I don't even want to get into that cuz that's a whole nother Yeah, I even know that. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. If you're a rapper and you don't have beats, where do you? Where's the first place you're gonna go? You're gonna rip them. Yeah, you're gonna rip them on YouTube and SoundCloud and all that stuff. So, you know, it's just an interesting conversation. Some moral, yeah, debate. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an interesting conversation. And so, what I want to do is, um, man, what what did we uh, perfection? Did we we had a name for this segment, right? But I don't, I forgot it. Which one? Where we're calling people. I don't know. We don't have a we name for it yet. Back, yeah. We got it, yeah. But uh, what I want to do is, uh, we did this once before. We're gonna do it again today because this shit was mad fun. Oh, um, snap! I'm gonna go on my Instagram live right now, and then I'm gonna have you guys drop your phone number on IG live, and then I'm gonna call random people. Oh yeah, let's do and it. And you're gonna be live on Blab Chat, and then you're gonna ask us a question, and or we can talk about 
this particular conversation. So Boom. let me log on to my RG Live. Hello? Hey, is this Juan Zeke? Yeah. What's up, man? This is Ilman. You're on Black Chat. We hear you here. Uh, we here with uh, Perfection. What's going on? My man Jael. What's good, man? What's up? Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm just a fan of the show, man. I just called in. Yeah, man. So, uh, fan, man. Pre- appreciate you. Appreciate your support. Um, so, listen. We were just talking about. Actually, first of all, um, do you have any any particular questions for us that you want us to answer? It could be about anything. Yeah. Um, I'm from. I am from the first state, right? And uh, around here, there's not really a lot of inspiration when it comes to actually making music. And um, I know a lot of people that start off, you know, in their in in their early twenties trying to really make, make make some music but because of the scene being so dead their vision ends up dying and um i'm trying not to be that person i'm trying to actually move somewhere some somewhere where like the uh the uh, scene is more is 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 more open to uh people that are actually making music so i am trying to move but the uh question that i got for you is if you didn't get into an area where you could actually make music. What do you think you would be doing right now? So if there was, if I didn't have music, what else would I be doing? Yeah. Um, I don't, you know what I can or, go ahead. Or do you think like you wouldn't stop until you made it into that, uh, into that realm? I see. Um, you know what? I, it, it's kind of unique. And for, for me, yeah, it's a great, I love that question. Um, for me, you know, I I kind of always had this mentality of just like, and this might be selfish, but I always just wanted to do what I wanted to do. Like, if I wa- if I liked something and I was passionate about it, like I just wanted to go ahead and do it, regardless of any kind of consequence or whatever it was. And and that thing that I fell in love with, that I became passionate about, was making music. So, ever since I was just like a shorty, I've always just been fascinated by music and making it making music and composing it and like i mean i tried everything so it's a a little difficult for me to answer that because like i've never really like imagined not making music it's always been like part of like my dna in a way um so i I think basically like what i'm trying to say is like if, if you're really passionate about it and you really really love it then it's it's your duty to just keep doing it and not stop and 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 you know everyone's got their own situation but I, I think it's I think it's really important to just stay consistent and if you really really love something and you're passionate about it you you got to really go for it un, until you get it you know what I mean and and that's the only way that you'll succeed um, I never got to a point where I thought I would quit or it wasn't for me or I wasn't making any money I mean listen I was in my mom's basement for six years with no money I could have quit any one of those years you know what I mean but I kept it going. Um, and so, you know, you just really have to stick with it. And, and, you know, perfection was saying earlier, like it's about persistence and like, you know, staying passionate and, and persistent to really attain your goal. So what do you guys think? I think if you love it, you'll, you'll do it uh, essentially forever because you, you don't mind doing it. Even right. If you're not getting paid or if you, you know, if your mom's basement, like you love doing it every day and it doesn't feel like work if you're having fun. And I think that's the main thing. If you're having fun, then it won't feel like work or like exactly. pressure. Yeah. And also, I think uh, Andy Mini, I heard him once say, if you get these th- three things in whatever you want to do, whatever field you want to get into, then you're doing a good job. 
He said, uh, if you either have the three things are the money, the people you work with and the work itself. If you get two of those three things, you're doing you're off to a great start. Mm. So even if let's say you didn't it didn't work out for whatever reason, you could still be in the music industry because you'll be around the music, you'll be around the people and you'll feel happy because you're still you're not disconnected from the scene. Right. So I'm not saying don't do it, but keep doing it and let's say if you go to a different field, it doesn't matter because you're always around that energy, that vibe of music and you'll be in the music industry so I'm just, yeah so just if you're passionate about it just don't stop doing it That's I love that perfection yeah. what do you think I could agree I think like I could understand you know um, people kind of like losing motivation and inspiration so to speak because you know everyone's journey is different everyone's mentality is different there's a lot of people out there that stick to being positive all the time versus you know a lot of people go through real life shit where it you know it affects you yep. and, and I've been there a lot of places where you know I love what I do but there's been times I'm just like fuck yeah <laughs> I need to make changes and I don't yeah. know what the fuck it is like is this like there have been times that I'm like, is this for me? Yeah. And I know it is because I keep going. But, you know, r life really hits you and, you know, it yep. makes you question things. But like everyone says, I think if you're passionate about it, keep going and just kind of try to try to analyze your situation and see, you know, what areas are going wrong and what you can adjust. You know, it, it's all about adjusting. Right. And, and I've been, you know, thinking about this myself about like, you know, it's all about getting out of your comfort zone, whether it's, you know, moving to a different city or, you know, being around a different group of people. It's all about getting out of your comfort zone. But, you know, continuing to be passionate about what you want to do in order to keep going. So I would say just analyze your situation and see what needs fixing. and But keep going. Totally agree. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because yeah, um. Yeah, 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 it did because um, I live in, well, I I recently graduated, well, I, I, I actually graduated college on Tuesday. But, Congratulations, uh, the, man. Dope. Yeah, thanks. But, um, but the, um, I think the semester before my last semester, I realized like, yo, I went all this way and I really don't want to do this. Like, I really want to go into um, um, actually, you know, trying to make, try, trying to make music and if not, get money from it at least be in that type of area because the area that i'm at is is so conservative to where like if you bring up oh i want to do this for a living it's kind of like uh what like it's it's, it's kind of like they can't really comprehend them or me not really uh being in a nine to five job i you know i'm i'm getting you know a uh i'm, I'm getting a salary um i'm getting you know, it's just the typical, like, if it's not the typical, then it's kind of like, no. And uh, I'm trying to explain to my parents now, like, yo, like, this is something that I really want to do. But it's kind of like, they'll, like, kind of, like, be with me, but then they won't be with me. Like, right. they'll just say, okay, that's cool, because, you know, I'm their son, but then I can tell, like, they don't really want me to do it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I feel like parents are... Point, Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry? Go ahead. Parents are always going to do that. Yeah, I feel man. like, you know, my father was even till this day my father was a musician and when i told him like listen I, i'm a college dropout but you know it is what it is i'm not mad at it because if i stood in college i'll Me be too. i'll be a forensic scientist <laughs> and not a producer so yeah um but you know my father was a musician and he always used to tell me go to school go to school because i didn't finish and if you don't have a degree you're not going to be shit and i'm like uh, i get that but there's so much there's so much out there you know what I mean? And I had to literally, like, really sit there and tell him, like, that's not what I want to do. 
Yeah. Like, and you know, at the end of the day, parents are going to support you and, and, you know, support you in whatever makes you happy. So I just say, mm-hmm. you know, just take their, listen to their advice. But at the end of the day, you're yeah. the one that's going to go through the, y- your journey, you know, and finding yourself mm-hmm. and finding your passion. So at the end of the day, do what you want. You know? Yeah. Also, also too, you know, like they're, they're your parents, so they're not going to fully understand like yeah. the intensity and the mechanics that go into like what you're trying to pursue, like the music stuff. I obviously, I, I definitely went through the same thing with my parents, but I think, you know, you, you want to, you want to just keep continue to pursue man. And like, you know, you can use it as motivation. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, let me work extra hard so that I can, you know, prove to my parents that this is, you know, something that I can do for the rest of my life. And right. I know that's scary and I know that's hard and everyone has their own scenario and situation. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, you, if, if you're happy then, and, and you're in a good place and you're not doing anything crazy right. or illegal or yeah, anything like that, like, <laughs> you know, they're your parents, you know, genuinely they just want you to be right. successful and happy. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So man, yeah, yeah. man. So yeah, that's it. And also find some friends. Like, you know, if you have, I'm sure you work with like friends where you're at producer friends, but you know, stick to the people that, that are into what you're into. Don't worry about the people that are looking at you weird. If you don't have a nine to five, let them worry about their nine to five. You know, I've True. learned a long time ago that, right. you know, a lot of times we try to make other people happy, but when we do that, we tend to not make ourselves happy. So you got to do what makes you happy, you know, fuck whatever nine to five they want you to have. If that's not what you're trying to do, do what you're trying to do. True you know, that. partner up with all your anybody you know that does production like yeah. anything in the music industry you know partner up with them you know get ideas from them you never know who they may introduce you to even if it's people in school that you you know might not necessarily be familiar with but you know they're in your field open up and try to talk to them you never know where they'll take you you know yeah. i totally feel you man as a college student myself i i get that speech from my parents all the time like oh that's not a stable job like you may not even make it like it's very risky you know how many people get into that it's a small percentage i'm like yeah but that's gonna push me even further like if i know if i want to be the best i gotta keep doing it every day right. so even if you didn't right. i don't know what major you did but if, if that wasn't your major use that degree to get a job and then do that nine to five and then from five to like 2 a.m do music production every day so that way you're doing both you get to stay you get you get your parents happy and then you're doing what you love at night yeah make some sacrifices like stay up do what you love and then eventually after that hard work you start to see progress and um yeah it's your life man like do whatever makes you happy all your decisions are gonna affect you at the end of the day it's your happiness comes first man. yeah amen does that make sense dude Yes, it all, right. all made sense to me. Thank you. Cool, man. Well, yo, I, we appreciate your support and thank you for tuning in and and calling, you know, allowing for us to call you. And, man, good luck with everything, dude. Yeah, good luck, man. Hey, man, and thanks for calling me, man. For sure, thank brother. You. Make all sure right. you tweet us um, and tweet hashtag Blabchat. Yeah, please. I, I will. I will. <laughs> thanks. All right, brother. Day. Later. All right. Wow, that was good. I mean, that was that all of that made sense, you know. Yeah, it's like we life. all go through we all go through something, you know, with our our parents. You guys can't blame them. They want us to be happy. They they want us to succeed. So, um I think my mom's pretty much over trying to she was, I get figure it. it out. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? <laughs> you're not, not selling drugs, mind. you're not out here pregnant, yeah, you're not exactly. out here bugging out. Exactly. You working, you making money. Cool. Yeah. 
All right, so listen, guys, we're on IG Live. Drop your phone number. We're calling random people here. Make sure you use dots in between your numbers. Otherwise, they'll block your number because I think there's, like, some kind of policy on here. So I don't know. Blap chat. Hello? Yo, what's up? Is this survival music? Yeah, it's some. What's good, man? It's Ill Mind, and you're on Blap Chat. What's up? Oh, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> what's good? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. You're here Peace, with uh, Peace. You're here with Perfection. What's going on? And my man, Jael. Pleasure to meet you, man. Yeah. What's good? Peace to all of y'all. Yeah, Show, man. man. Hey, man, I'm, I'm living it, fam. Good, good, good. So where, where, you, uh, where are you calling from? Or where, where am I calling you from? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. That's where I'm at right now. But I'm from Orange, New Jersey. Oh, Orange. Okay, shit, man. I'm from Newark, right, right by East. Yeah, already, already, man. You, the, you the role model, man. That's what we trying to follow. Let's go, man. Shout out to all my my people in Orange, East Orange, <laughs> West Orange, Newark, nine seven three two zero one all day. New you Jersey already know. Squad. And Jay, come on, Bluefield yeah, in here. Don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, listen. You have a question, question for us? Nah, nah, really, I just want to big y'all up, man. I listen to the program, and, I, you know, I watch your moves on Instagram, man. Like I said, you're the role model, so I'm just trying to get my shit right. Oh, man, I really appreciate that, man. Thank, thank you for supporting and, like, listening to the podcast and everything. Are you a producer or artist, or what do you what do? You do? Yeah, I, I write and I produce. Okay, dope. How long you been doing it? Been doing it forever, man. I had a, a group um, in, like, early 2000s, and mm-hmm. we moved to Atlanta. Nice. And, uh, you know, we had a couple of things, but then, um, you know, as groups go, they don't really stay together for very long. Mm-hmm. True, true. Female group, male group? Uh, yeah, male group, all male. Uh, we call survivalists and got to write up in the source and all that stuff when the source is popping. Nice, nice. And, uh, That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up, man. You still doing the music now? Yeah, I took a break, man. I, I you know, I had a couple kids raised, mm. stuff like that. Life. Life. That's good, man. I mean, you know, it's crazy because when when you have passion for this, you never really like stop stop in your mind. It's like, you know, if you love doing it, it's like, why stop doing it? It's your first you know? love. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Somebody told me one time, like, you really don't know too much about anything until you start teaching about it. So at one point I was teaching kids like how to use reason and wow machine and whatnot. Wow. And, uh, you know, I don't know uh, <laughs> uh, how it's affected their lives, man, but it affected mine in a, in a good way. So. Good. Props to you, man. Good. See, that's that's good karma right there, man. Just to giving back and sharing the knowledge, man. We all need to do that more. So big up to you, man, and appreciate you calling in, man, and really appreciate the support, dude. Thanks for the shout-out, man. Yeah. You don't know, blap. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> blap, everything is blap. <laughs> all right, brother. Blapping talk later. Peace. I love that, man. You got to pay it forward. Yeah. You got to pay it forward. Simple as a thank you. Yeah. You Go know. a long way. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to my Jersey people, man. All right. Shout out to all the Blap chatters. We have a million phone numbers in here. So oh. obviously we can't get to all you guys, it's but it's random. It's right lit now. in this IG live. Mundo. Drop your phone number. Shout out to Mundo. <laughs> Is, I miss and hip hop arm. We don't have the hip hop arm. I miss arm Mundo. I miss hip hop arm. I miss Glam. Christina. Christina. James. James. Hey, is this Bill Ford music? Yes, what's up, man? This is Illmind. You're live on Blab Chat. What's up? What's up? Hey. Y'all, Ellie, what's up, man? How y'all doing? <laughs> We're good. We're good, man. Thanks Where's for. Man, you know what? Mundo <laughs> Mundo is going around to Mundo right M- now. Mundo's actually in Florida right now. He's on Mundo vacation. Mundo? 
Yeah, he's in, he's on vacation wow. right now, man. But uh, what, what's be nice, man? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. We're all jealous. But uh, what's <laughs> what's good with you, man? Where you um where you based out of? I'm based out of Boston right now, but um I'm looking to make the move out, you know, back out to Brooklyn. And, oh, okay. Uh, you know, set up shop out there. Good, good. Yeah, I'm out here in Brooklyn. So yeah, it's it's that's a good move for sure. Nice. Um. So yeah, man. Do you have um? Do you have any questions for us? Yeah, I had a question. I'm I'm just getting back into the game here. Um, you know, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing a new lay of land here. So I mean, I'm, I'm an old head from the '90s when I was making beats back then. But mm-hmm. this this new stuff is uh you know this new internet stuff. I'm I'm trying to figure out. I'm I'm not going to be the dude out here leasing beats. Let, let's be honest. I'm I'm trying to do straight sales, but I'm I'm having an issue with. Who, who am I shopping these beats to directly? Is it through an AR? Because everybody's a AR, fake AR. Mm-hmm. Or like, you really don't know who to trust out here. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm really trying to find just that, that, you know, out here I'm trying to find my niche and I'm trying to focus my targets. You know, I'm, I'm taking my shots. I really want to focus in on my targets. I've tried tweeting, emailing people direct. You really don't get a response. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some more attention onto what I got here because I think what I got is pretty special. Right. Um, you, you know what, man? You, you know what I suggest? I, I mean, I, I think that's the number one thing is like what we're all trying to figure out is how to get to know the right people mm-hmm. and then, you know, right. kind of shop our records and get placements through A&Rs or whatever it is. But just from my, what I've observed and from my experience, it's, it's really, you know, a matter of just starting somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So if you're based in Boston, um... And if you, you know, haven't really done this yet, um, if I were you, I would just start local. I would start Mm -hmm. small and just get to know the people around you and just try to build a network that's closest to you. So, Mm -hmm. and that could mean, you know, a guy, uh, a guitar player that you met at a show last week, you know, and he lives uh, a couple miles away from you outside of Boston. And then you guys sort of start, start off the network and then, and then from there you're building with more people and then you're meeting people through them. And then all of a sudden you go from like knowing two people that do music to now 10 people. And then out of those 10 people grows to 20 after a few months. And then out of those 20 people, you know, one of those guitar players played guitar for, I'll just throw a name like Mm Jay-Z, like during a show or something. And so now you're expanding your network. So it's almost like planting a seed where you really have to just start your network small and local and then kind of build out from there. At the same time, you can do like the cold calls, like you can tweet people and Mm -hmm. try to get to A&Rs. But a lot of that stuff like is really difficult. So just start local and start with building with the people that you connect with. You know what I mean? And like that that's the best way. And Mm -hmm. and I've learned that that's pretty much like the only way. You know what I mean? What what do you guys think? I think the same thing and also, you know, trying to see the studios in your area, see what, you know, what studios are the most popular, who's going there, try to build, you know, relationships with the people there so that you can, you know, use that as a space to work in. But also while you're working, you know, utilize that to network, see who's there, see who's coming in and out. That way, you know, face to face interaction is is really important because. You can use social media and the internet to your advantage, and there's a lot you can do with it. But in, the music industry is weird, and people are very industry, meaning, yep. you know, they, they tend to ignore you a lot if they don't know you, if they haven't heard of you. So, you know, the right, you right. do the cold calls, you do the, you know, DMs and tweets, but 
you know, it's like what we always say. Sometimes that can look kind of spammy, you know, depending on how often you do it or how you do it. So you never want to be that guy that's like, oh, God, here's this guy tweeting me. Let me ignore him. You know, try to find out who the people like where the people the people you want to get with, where are they? Where do they go? Are there any events in your city that, you know, they're going to go to? Are there any shows? Or even if it's the club, right. you know, try to right. try to be where these people are at so that way you can get closer That's the to them. That's the to move to New York, too, though. Right. You know, just more exposure to more people. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, moving out here to New York is definitely going to open that yeah. up, man. Like, 100%, it'll yeah. open it up. Yep. Yeah, big scene over here. And also, I think... Yeah, I agree. Like the whole DMing and trying to call cold call people is very saturated. So I feel like just yeah, yeah that whole local theme is really like gonna hit home and you never know who might one day become at that high position, you know? Like I've met people that are interns and now are like in a higher position. I'm glad right. I just had a genuine relationship with them. And yeah, you go you guys yeah, yeah. are both real with each other and then you're like, Oh, remember that time? Like, yo, I'm gonna help you out because we at that time when I was an intern, like I, we were cool and now that I'm high position, like I still know you. So just building genuine relationships are gonna take you far. So just like you never know who you might meet. So always yep. yeah, local and then build up from there. Yep. Good advice. I got yeah. one more. I got one more follow up. I appreciate the advice. It's not. It's really good advice because I, I I know it's about relationships and I think face to face is the way to go. Yep. I got a follow up question though because since sure. I'm not going to be, I'm not leasing my beats for twenty dollars. I put in too much work. Let's let's be honest. But I'm thinking if I throw a beat to somebody, I want to do a free in the front end. Now, if the beat gets picked up, am I going to go through a publisher or a lawyer or? Who do you contact at that stage of it? Because so, out here, it's like everyone's got a puncher's chance. So it's pretty easy for your stuff to get picked up and thrown on the radio. Well, my piece of advice would be that if if you're conducting any kind of business transaction, if you're giving someone a yeah. beat, and if they're paying you money, or even if you're working with someone you believe in, they use the beat, you know, at that point, you want to, the first step to there is trying to figure out who gets what. I think that's step number one. Right, so right, right. from there, it's just this understanding of, um, you know, how publishing works, how writer share works, being a member of a PRO, which is a performing rights organization right. like ASCAP or BMI or CSAC. Yeah, with BMI. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, exactly. So then from there, you know, if you create a song with someone, then I would, I would definitely have that conversation and say, okay, cool. Listen, like, I produced the beat, you did the writing, so we're going to split this 50-50 on the shares, the writer and the publisher shares, and go from there, and then you can register your stuff directly on BMI, and, um, you know, if if it gets bigger, or if it becomes a little bit more of, like, a bigger record, then it becomes a little more complicated. So from there, okay. you're definitely going to need some some lawyers involved and attorneys to come in right, and right. handle the business on both ends. But again, it just depends on the situation. If you're working with a local artist, then you guys can definitely have, like, some kind of agreement together. But if you're selling a beat to, you know, an artist that is signed to a label or has a budget, or if you know a song, yeah, will, if a song will come out like on iTunes or something, then you definitely need uh, an attorney, uh, um, uh, entertainment lawyer to help you negotiate that okay. for you and get your contracts right. But definitely should be contracts and you definitely need an attorney. Yeah. Okay. For sure. It's good advice. Listen, I'm a big fan of the show. I listen to every episode and, uh, I mean, you can't put a price on what you guys are doing for the for the culture, for the community out here. I appreciate it as an old head from the 90s. I'm, I'm sure these younger guys appreciate it too, man. It's, 
man. You know, I'm going to keep listening and uh, keep supporting y'all, man. Thank you so much for answering my questions. Bill Ford, I appreciate you so much, man. And good luck on your move to Brooklyn, bro. You got it. Thanks so much, guys. Good luck. Have All a right, good man. day, man. Thank, Thank you. you, bro. Later. All right, we have time for one more. God, there's like a million phone numbers in here. Guys, drop your phone numbers. Hello? Hey, is this Silent Sounds? This is Silent Sounds. What's up, man? This is Ill Mind, and you're on Blap Chat. What's up? Oh, it's good, man. What's good? Where you, uh, where you, where you uh, based out of, man? I'm based out of Long Island, New York. Okay, Long Island in here. A lot New of New York. York, a lot of locals here. We <laughs> yeah. got. We didn't, I didn't call. A lot of East Coast, local, yeah. yeah. Um, so, man, appreciate. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm coming to the um, the Pass the Ox on Monday. Oh shit! Okay, that's crazy. Okay, so I'll see you on Monday for sure, man. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, I'm doing this uh, thing called Pass the Ox, where you can go to blackkits.com and sign up for a slot to come to my studio. I'm moving my studio at the end of May, so I have um, people coming through uh, every day to come play their music and kind of build and give critique or whatever. So um, if you want to, you know, check out check that out, pass the aux, go to blackkits.com. But um, Silent Sounds, um, do you have any questions for us or anything we can help you with? Um, yeah, I wanted to ask you what was the, um, if there was any really big aha moments for you as a producer mm-hmm. where you kind of like went to the next level and knew that you was, you know, really coming coming into your own and, you know, you knew what you were doing as, as far, you felt like a professional, really. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that question. Um, let me think. You know what? It, it's it's really crazy because I, I feel like that happened to me multiple times. There were like multiple kind of like um, aha moments or like milestones that kind of like gave me validation and told me like, yo, like, you're on the right path, you're doing the right thing. But I think for me, I think one of them and one big one was probably when, um, this was in 2006, and this was when uh, this guy, D. Prosper, who's now a good friend of mine, um, D. Prosper was um, uh, vice president A&R of G-Unit Records at the time. And I was, you know, on the underground scene, I was hustling, I was just a kid like running around trying to figure it out. And he hit me up on MySpace and he's like, yo, I heard one of your beat CDs, send me more beats, 50 Cent is looking for tracks, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I sent him like 30 of my hottest beats. And um, he hit me back and he was like, yo, I love the sound. My man, Shaw Money Excel, the president of G-Unit Records, loves your music. I want you to come up to New York and meet up with us. So I just came, came through, they gave me the address. I met up with them on this rooftop and Shaw Money was like, yo, man, He's like, yo, your beats are fire. You're like the Filipino fire, man. Like, what you smoking? <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't smoke. <laughs> I don't smoke weed. I don't do I do not do that. But um, I'm just passionate about music. So, like, he kind of gave me my first shot in, like, the big league, quote, unquote, you know? And so from there, it was just, like, a super, super awesome moment of validation for me because six years prior to that, I was literally in my mom's basement just trying to figure it out, making beats every day, trying to meet the right people. And then in comes along this guy hitting me up on MySpace because he heard one of my beat CDs from like a mutual friend. And then like I get to meet the president of G-Unit. And then from there, I signed a publishing deal and a management deal. And it just hasn't stopped ever since. So I think that was like a big turning point for me because that was kind of me, you know, graduating to like the next level, I guess. So. Right. Awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, you know, that was it. But there's, there's, there's a, a lot more, like, you know, after that. And, and you know, it just kind of, I, I think f- the thing I learned is that it, it never stops happening. If you keep going and you yeah, have these, you, you know. Keep at it and, and that'll keep happening, right. Exactly. You have these milestones and they just keep happening. So, you know, I'm definitely humbled and blessed and, and um, you know, but it doesn't come without the work, so. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man, appreciate the call and I'll see you on Monday, man. <laughs> thank you very much and uh, I, I really want to thank you for giving back to the community and you know I, I feel like aside from your talent that's probably why you do so well is because you are you know steeped in the culture of it and you're trying to help people like myself you know learn and get to the next level ourselves yeah. so I just want to thank you for that and thanks for the call Definitely, man. I appreciate your time, and uh, I'll see you Monday, brother. Have a great day, man. Take care. Thank you. You Bye. too, guys. Later. Oh, God. I feel refreshed. That was so good. <laughs> it's coming Monday, too. I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's coming through. I can't wait to meet him. All right. That was fun. Um, shout to you guys for calling us up, or for us calling you and uh, <laughs> allowing for us to disrupt your day yeah. by giving you a random or phone call. Or trusting us enough to drop your number. Yeah. Trusting <laughs> us enough to drop. Well, the good news is that when you drop your phone number on IG Live and I stop, it's gone. It's gone anyway. forever. Yeah. Yeah. But who who in their right mind would go in there and like write your number down Weirdo. and try to call? I mean, that's... Yeah, I'd be very committed. Yeah. That's a little... That's a little stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. a little Fake pages. That's a little too far. So so anyway, today we have a very very special guest. We always have a, I love all of our guests. Today is very special. Um we have a, a very 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 talented producer who's joining us today. Um he's you know been on the grind. Had had a really nice 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 really nice milestone happen for him um recently. Uh, producing uh, for Drake on uh, the More Life playlist. I'll call it playlist. I, it's an album, yeah. but playlist. Um, producing one of my favorite records on this thing, uh, featuring gigs, KMT, right? Yeah. KMT. <laughs> Such a crazy beat, man. Like, <laughs> crazy, crazy beat. Let's give a warm round of applause. Welcome to Chef Pasquale. Hey. <laughs> what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Good. Let me talk into the mic. There. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, chef was goody, man. I mean, just on the grind right now, man. Just taking it day by day. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Just grinding even harder. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I right mean, now. it's what it is. You know, like even with such a big record, it's like you just feel like it's you're on to the next thing, right? Yeah. It's it's kind of like uh, I mean, obviously everybody wants to work with a big artist or whatever, but I think right now it's just like people looking at me so it's like i know i got a lot of eyes on me and it's like a lot of people like oh what's he gonna do next what what's the next one so like i was i was just talking to you before it's just like staying patient and just letting the next one come to me naturally because that's how i think that's just how like a great record come together when it when everything just starts coming together naturally organically right yeah and Mm -hmm. that's when like the best work comes out so i just been really focused on just like the work and mm-hmm. getting it out there and then whatever comes naturally like it's gonna come the music's gonna talk for itself you know what i mean yeah so i think as long as like just keep moving and making new sounds and just collabing and just working you know what i mean yeah. and networking and meeting people and just being around you know yeah and uh it's really just a vibe yeah you know yeah definitely so speaking of vibe and putting the work in why don't why don't you take us take us to the through the journey of um, 
how this particular record came about. So you do this record, KMT, yeah. featuring gigs for Drake. Um, a lot of times we like to, you know, ask or talk about, you know, how placements happen because yeah. every placement, there's always some crazy story on how it happened. And a lot of times it's because of knowing someone or knowing the right person, and yeah. right place, right time. So for this particular placement, I mean, how did, paint the picture, how did this come about? Oh, uh, well, prior to this, I had a pretty big record that was popping out in Canada um, with an artist named Ram Riddles. Mm, yep. And um, yeah, Ram's the homie. And um, I was actually down in Toronto, so I was trying to link Ram just maybe like last year sometime. And, uh, you know, it just, it didn't, we didn't end up linking, but, you know, we started vibing off on an email thing. And then, uh, you know, one day he just asked me to send a beat one day. I sent him this beat. And it ended up being like one of the big songs that he's got till this day. So nice. Um, Congrats for, on that. Yeah, thank you. So you know, from that record, um, as you know, Drake remixed "Sweeter Man," mm -hmm. the first song that like put him on the map. Mm -hmm. So from that, um, he was pretty popping out in Canada. You know, the whole OVO team was fucking with him. They still do. They, you know, everybody's just on their own grind right now. But mm -hmm. from that record, um, at the time, I think Oliver was fucking with him heavy and. Uh, Oliver had actually, because they had the song on OVL Sound Radio and whatever, it was popping right. out in Canada. So Oliver had it, hit me up on IG. And mm -hmm. he was just like, yo, send me beats. Mm. And I was just like, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, no got right. I got you. I got you. Let me goat. look into this hard drive real quick. Right. Done. <laughs> Bless the kid. <laughs> Done. Done deal. Say no more. So, you know, from there, I was actually, I was um, saying before, I was, out, I was out in LA and, um, I had his email for some time, for almost a year, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Shit, man, why don't I have a record with Drizzy?" Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, and I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna send endless amounts of beats until they like one, because if I send 500 beats, they gotta like one of them, you know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So it was more like qual quality and quantity at the same time. Like I wasn't sending poopy stuff, you know what I mean? Right. I was right. sending all legit and like. A really, plus, you were sending an A1 folder. Yeah, like yeah, just best, shooting yeah. and just yeah. grinding, making 30 beats a week. Yep. You know what I mean? And, you know, they see, I, I always thought like, uh, you know, they like people that work, especially kids that are working hard. So if this dude sees me making 20, 30 beats, he knows I'm not doing anything but staying home and making beats. Yep. Or, you know, yep. I'm, and plus I had the vault already. So, so are you like making like five a day and then by the time you're done you're sending them right out like that day pretty much pretty much i mean that's the wave i was on then i mean right now i'm i'm you know i'm all over the place right now so like right. i'm not as i'm not just sitting home like trying to you know work towards something right now i'm kind of just like working off a vibe right but i'm not as aggressive in that way like sending as many beats and whatever but like right. if somebody's coming down to a project you know i'm, I'm gonna send as many as I got to send to get the placement. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think right now, I, I I mean, from then to now, I think, uh, you know, it got, after the Drake record, it was kind of like, just, uh, I felt like a, like a thousand pounds was off my shoulders. Yeah. You know what Wait, I mean? Wait, so what was that? What was that like? So you sent the, you sent a bunch of beats. Yeah. To, uh, who was it? It was, uh, I actually had two on more life. I had two, I had two records on more life. Okay. So you did KMT. I did KMT and another record that was unreleased. I don't know what the name of it was, but uh -huh. I know they had cut it. Um, I did that. I did that beat. And then from there, um, you know, I was just talking with my cousin Obi, and he, I was mm -hmm. like, shit, I got one on there. He was like, just keep sending a whole bunch. I said, say no more. So the mm -hmm. next day, I literally sent Ollie, like, 
maybe like 100 beats, 80 beats, mm. and uh, KMT was in there. Mm. And you know, it's crazy. I was sending, Cam I sent KMT maybe like four times prior to that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? That's Sometimes crazy. don't, like, I never get discouraged by like people not answering an email or something like that because you never know like you you got to send it a couple times sometimes yeah. you know what right because yeah. like you sending them 100 beats imagine how many how many other people yeah. and other producers there are but it you probably just, amounts to almost thousands probably mm -hmm. it has to be it has to and some you know and i was just really and always trying to be at the top of the list on the email you know what i mean i right. see the but you also don't want to be annoying at the same time right so balance you know it, yeah. Ba yeah balancing that out to where it was just like you know, I got the I, I got the cosign from Obi, so it was like, "Yo, send send mad beats." I was yeah. like, "All right, so you already know." I'm yeah, because he's 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 part of the camp, so he'll yeah. he'll make sure it's, it's in good not hands. A weird, yeah, he's like, I told Kazo send a whole yeah. bunch of beats, so they already know what it is. That's so interesting because when we had our conversation with Super Dupes, um, he was saying we we're he was giving advice to producers, saying, you know, if you send a bunch of beats to an A and R or a, an artist or a homie, send them pack a and, ten, right? right? Send a like pack, that, yeah. yeah. Send 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 the pack and um and and just wait yeah right because if you don't get a response it's because of one of two things either they didn't get to it yet or they don't like anything right mm -hmm. and from there you just stay consistent and just keep yep. feeding and feeding and feeding and if, if you get a call back then that's good news and you know yeah i mean I, there was almost about a year that went by and I'll read him an answer to an email of mine. You know right. what I mean? But I didn't get discouraged. I was like, right. shit, I got the email. He right. asked me to send beats. I'm going to do what he asked me to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. uh, let along all the other emails I got. I'm still on it. I'm, you know, I was running my shit like a business to where it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, every Friday, blah, blah, blah. We need to send out these many beats to blah, blah, blah. And this many people have to have this. And let's see who, you know, I'm a, I'm a nerd when it comes to computers. So I have like, I got like the mail tracker thing. I could see how many people open my email, how many times oh, they listen to I it. Oh man, I need that shit. So I was I was checking up on the email. So I was like, That's damn, cool. I see Oliver opening my email 16, 17, 18 times. They fucking with it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I, I just keep sending. And then after I got the first one, he, he Obi was just like, yo, keep sending. And then it was maybe like a week and a half later. And Oliver hit me back. He was like, yo, send a track out. So I was like, all right, say no more. And it's like, it's yep. lit. And me and my homie nested that beat. So like, Shout out to Ness. That's like my Shout to Ness. bro. Yeah, that's my like. So what was the guy. process on that beat? Uh, it was kind of funny because like me and Ness did the beat. Like we just worked over email. Me and Ness just be like, we had we we were thinking because for some reason somebody told me that video games were easy to sample. I mean clear. Oh, so yeah, which was a total lie because <laughs> it was even more like it was it was it's coming down it was coming down to like last minute where we didn't know if the sample was cleared right oh, so yeah i so don't even want to mess with yeah. really samples yeah. anymore after yeah. that because trust yeah. me when you when it's coming down to the last couple days and you don't know and it's like yeah. damn this, this shit's about this to close, change my yeah. life it's or, say no yeah because i was out in la just now and like you know i was linking with a bunch of producers out there who had cuts on more life and but it right. didn't make it because of the samples. Yeah, I, even I had a cut on there that didn't make it. The first one. And I was Crazy. banking on that at first. And then then we got the second one. I didn't think the second one was going to actually be on it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know KMT was going to actually be on it until he premiered it in Amsterdam. 
I remember in that. London, and it was yep. going crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. And then... Uh, Once you saw it out, you were like, yes, I'm in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like... That's call your, to call your attorney, like, yes, okay, let's finish this up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were just... I mean, yeah. even, even... You know, but it was a good process, like, for the first one, like, actually getting to, like, understand the business and, like, how things go down. Yeah. Like, at, like, legitly go down. Like, you know what? So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, because uh, on this show, we talk a lot about you know, when you're a producer, right, up and coming or maybe mid-level or whatever it is you're at in your career and you finally get, like, that big first sort of, like, milestone where it's like, okay, this record's going to change my life. What was your experience like at that moment? Because a lot of times the questions we get from producers are, okay, well, if I send someone beats and I get picked up on, like, a Drake album or Jay-Z, whatever it is, I don't have an attorney, I don't have a manager, how do I even approach that scenario in the right way? So what was that experience uh, like for you like on the business side? I like to handle all my own business just because I, I just feel more safe that way. Mm. And my managers are literally my best friends. Nice. So, and my one manager, Alex, he's super smart. He's like super, the Wall Street dude. You know right. what I mean? Wolf of Wall Street guy. And my other manager is actually Christian Matrioli, who's um, Frankie Blue Matrioli, Blue Eyes, uh, his son, who was like one of the starters at um, Z100 and nice. uh, KTU. He's a program director. So they have experience. experience. Well, like, they're my age. Yeah. We, we just like, you know, maybe like six years ago, we just kind of like wanted to do music and he you know, they wanted to do the business side and I just, we just wanted to figure out a way where everybody would be happy and like, right. we could all like do it together. And then, you know, they wanted to do more of the business side and we're like, yo, let's like, let's nice. do a little thing together. So we're like, yeah, cool. That's and then so dope, I, yeah. I heard actually, um, I was at something with Boy Wonder was talking and somebody had asked him a question at like a seminar, 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 seminar. That is hard to say. I just yeah. say seminar ten times. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I can't. Is it tongue twister? You can't. Yeah. I could probably. Is it tongue twister pause worthy or no? Uh, okay. No, no pause on tongue yeah. twister. Nah, okay. No pause. No. Well, kind, I mean, kind of. Come on. <laughs> tongue twister. Pause? Depends how you Maybe. say it. In, that sucks in what that we've, we've come to the point where tongue twister needs a, a pause. pause. A pause. Such come an on. innocent word. Yeah. It's so innocent. Anyway, continue. Uh yeah. So um, somebody had asked me a question. I always remember it, and they were just like, like, how do like I go about finding a manager and. And like all that kind of stuff, and like he just like was just like a manager it could be anybody you want. It could be yep. your dad. It could be your uncle. It could be your mom. It yep. could be anybody you want. You just gotta trust them. Exactly. You know what I mean? I handle a great deal of my business still right now, mm-hmm. but anything I don't want to handle or I can't handle at the time, I have. I could just send it their way, and I don't right. have to worry about it. I have somebody that's like. You know, on the on the clock with me. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know, a lot of people. It's also finding people who don't are. You know, it's hard to have like a manager that does something else. You right. Know what I mean, their yeah. focus isn't always on you. So you're not a priority. Yeah. Yeah. See, we always kind of stuck it out to where like we're not gonna do nothing until this shit pops off. Mm-hmm. So like we always stuck it out to like that kind of mm-hmm. on that kind of wave. Right. So you know, they were always a hundred percent dedicated to. To the, to the movement and what we were doing all the time. And, you know, I was out, you know, going to L.A. and going to Atlanta and going to Toronto and, like, just spending all my bread and just, like, networking and meeting people and meeting more people and meeting more people. You know what I right. mean? And, you know, they're, they're just sleep, you, you know, just sleeping on people's couches. And yeah. Just, like, you know what I mean? 
I'm, grind. You're on the grind. Yeah. You're on the grind. I was on the, sacrificing. Uh, yeah, sacrificing. Visions. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Sacrificing. No girls. No family. You know what I mean? It gets hard sometimes. Absolutely. Like, I mean, all all the guys that like you see that are succeeding. Every single one of them have been through the you know you crash to. at the yeah. at the homies crib because I'm homeless or like no money or just some kind of sacrifice. Yeah, and right? I think I just I'll, I feel like that's a law of nature. Well, I, I had the Ram I had the Ram Riddles placement, and then after that, you know, like it started to blow up, and you know they were playing it on Hot 97. Right. Kylie Jenner was playing it all the time. I, you know, that's all you need nowadays is a cosign like that. Kylie and it's Jenner, over. Yep. so you know, yeah. shout out getting, to Kylie Jenner. Yeah, that ass. <laughs> she helped out a lot. She doesn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. But you know, from I always looked at at every like milestone or like whatever I got to like look at it to be like. Okay, I have this. How am I going to use this, benefit off of it, mm-hmm. and get me to the next spot where I want to go? Because when I start to realize a lot more about the music industry is that there's actually levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely levels. And no matter, I mean, I'm not saying it in a negative way, but like I've been around, you know, I'm around these big producers now. And, you know, they might not say it, but it's just like, dude, I'm 10 years in. I got. 10 platinum tracks. Yeah. You got one, bro. Yeah. Like, sit down. And right. Mm-hmm. I always, I came up that way, so yeah. I understand it. You right. know, I was an intern at a studio. Yeah. So, you know, I always, I under, I understand the sit down part and just kind of watch. Right. Which is cool as shit. It's humbling. I mean, it's humbling. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, I, in my opinion, and, and just to add on to what you were saying, like, I feel like the there's always going to be someone that just kills it. That's killing yeah. it more than you, mm-hmm. no matter what. I mean, I guarantee you that Pharrell and Timbaland and Swizz and, you know, all the Metro, like yeah. all the guys that are like kind of at the height of their careers still feel like there's other people up there that they're trying to catch up mm-hmm. to. But the goals are much bigger. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? The, and, it, and it gets tougher. I mean, it, it, it gets not, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's like, damn, you can't put out nothing whack. Yeah, it's more expectations. It's kind of like Drizzy. Yeah. When, when the, he, yeah. I'm, listen, I mean, um, if you compare it, I, I try to compare all my stuff to like how Drake moves just because it's so keen. Strategic right. too. Yeah. yeah. It's Very. so planned out and organized. So if you just look at it that way, it's like the boy don't put out anything that's whack. Yeah. Every move counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's yep. mixed down to a T. Everything sounds great. Yep. Everything... You know, there's a lot of love that goes into yep. his work, and he just doesn't. And compared to a lot of other artists, you know, when they get into album mode or whatever, I think that. Uh, I mean, I don't know Drake personally or anything. Yeah. I'm just talking off what I see mm-hmm. and how I feel. Um, I feel like other artists, you know, when they get in album mode, they kind of go into a hover to where it's like, all right, we got to get this done, and like they're they're not working. They're not so into the perfection of each right. track yeah they're not like putting the blood sweat and tears microscopic into it. yeah, yeah like. even like a j cole like when does he put out something that's whack yeah every song's good yeah mm-hmm. and it, you know like it, you said there's levels yeah yeah that, yeah. There's levels. different yeah there's, and that, that's another thing like i was saying like you there's just levels and sometimes just being like you know a lot of people um the OGs, I realize, they like when you listen and you sit down and you listen and mm-hmm. you not do what they say. Like, I'm always my own brand. I'm always going to have my own thing. But, like, you know, sometimes you, it's an OG, dude. So, you know what I mean? You just want to, like, kind of sit down and kind of learn what they're doing and what oh, they're yeah. saying yeah. to you. Soak it in. Yeah. And when you, you have to. You, 
You have to keep learning. Yeah, it's kind of like what Jimmy Douglas was saying that exactly. episode when he was like, you know, all these young producers and engineers just want to come in and yeah. show they, you they what everything. they're doing and yeah. like try to prove you wrong. Yeah, when versus it's really just, time, they're like, I yeah, don't know. versus yeah. just sitting down and you know. And then the easiest thing that you try to ask them to do, they don't know. Yeah, but yeah. And they're trying to like out outwork you or out show you, Impressed. Like, yeah. so to speak. I, I feel like yeah. a lot of young producers just think they're lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like okay, you're lit, but like. Not really. Right. You know what I mean? It's fake Listen, hype. yeah, you, you have to... You, I, I don't think... And I say this all the time on this show, but, like, you can't... You have to be humble with this stuff. Yes. But I, I think you can't, like, try to be humble. I, I, in my opinion, humble is a state of being. Yeah. You know what I mean? you're like, humble or you're... Yeah, if you're yeah. trying to be humble, then you're not humble because you're trying to. You know, it's just, yeah. it's like a, it's like a state of being that like, organic, like, yeah, yeah it becomes yeah. one with you. I don't know. I know that sounds crazy, but, but it's the truth. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, a, it's just like being part yourself. Of, it's like part of your third eye. Like it becomes, you become one you with even it. notice it. Yeah. You yeah. don't notice, like, I don't know. I'm humble. I just, it's just mm-hmm. who I am. It comes you know? off. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm Filipino. I can't help it. I'm yeah. Filipino, you know, but, Filipino um, fire. no, but, um, yeah. So like, I really believe that man, but yeah. I think going back to your point, you know, when, when the young producers or whatever it is it's like they think they're lit and it's like all right cool like i know i'm like you it's know a, i know everything and i don't know and, that, and it's really not because it's like there's i mean obviously you know and you've been in this for years mm. you don't stop learning about music Never. there's mm-hmm. so many things you can learn and you just don't stop learning yeah and you know every day i learn i i, I learn something new i love just sitting with the og dudes and just being able to sit there and just you know, not be like the intern yeah. and actually be able to conversate. And where I like what the the big change that for me that was the most exciting is to be in a room with these guys, and these guys are asking for my take on things. Yeah, they're like, "Yo, you think this is dope? Yo, you think we should change something? Yo, why don't you add your little twist on it? Yo, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that?" And yeah. it's just yeah. like it's cool as hell. It's like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, damn, they respect me. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. To where it was just like, oh, you just a little home. You yeah. know, like, go over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I know nobody ever, I'm not saying that anybody ever treated me really like that, but like, you know, it was never brought to the it's table different. the way it, it's, it's different just now. different now. Yeah. It's different yeah. now. Yeah. How long have you been producing? Uh, I literally started producing like when I was like 18, when I graduated high school, because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I, st- uh, I went, actually went to Toro College in Manhattan for okay. audio engineering. Nice, so, nice, yeah, nice. I dropped. Wait, where do you go, Jail? <laughs> City College. City College. Harvard. That's City right. College? That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so what I, sparked that interest? You're like, yo, I want to do this for like a living. Shit, I wanted to be a rapper, bro. Uh, and, uh, you still rap? Yeah, I'm All better. Right. I'm, uh, I Time do, for our bars I, I, segment. I do. I do. <laughs> no, I, do the, I do reference tracks and whatever. Like just because now, like the just like it went. You know, um, that's another good thing to like you know Definitely. producers that are out right now yep. like get references on your tracks and hell send, yeah hell you yeah. ain't sending no song to a label and that shit's getting picked up and that no. shit don't got a reference on it no you need reference tracks you, you know. need top line yeah you, you need to hand it on a silver a platter polished yeah. finished product polished. and the best it. part is like linking up with other writers and like you mm. don't know what plugs they have exactly right. It's the whole. It's a whole networking game. It's mm-hmm. just. It's really a game. You just gotta know how to play it. You know what I mean. Yep. Just have your. Some people are really like stern on like sending their stuff out. Like mm-hmm. I'm so like, dude. If you if you're gonna steal it, you're gonna talk to my lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some pretty dope lawyers, so I don't think you want to talk to yeah. them. So <laughs> yeah. exactly. But you know, 
and I think people just get caught up in like, oh, I'm not sending that out. Oh, I'm not doing this. Oh, like I haven't, you know, I did this shit for freaking eight years, almost eight, seven years now, and nothing happened the first four years yeah. at all. Yeah. So if I were to just be like, oh, I'm just making beats and they're sitting in my laptop, then... There's no progress. Yeah. There's, you got to shoot your shot. Yeah. yeah you got to keep going, especially when yeah. you don't have nothing. I, a lot of people just don't understand how to just sit down and be quiet sometimes. I think yep. my grandma always told me, though, like, silence is golden. Just, like, don't even talk too much. You know what I mean? Like True. And, pe- and trust me, people, when you don't talk a lot, nobody could say anything bad about you and nobody could say you said anything bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, it's all and, and a lot of things with, you know, getting some light and a lot of stuff like that. You don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. It's like it's like being like a quiet beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you unleash. It's that Kendrick track. Humble. Yeah. Humble. Yeah. Sit down. But then when that one time and then that one time they say, yo, plug the ox in. Hit play, you hit, you and you unleash like a like a beast. And everybody's like, like you unleash like f- like uh, fucking Targaryen dragons, <laughs> crazy spirits <laughs> coming, the, 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 like the Flights fucking like win- yeah. winter is coming. <laughs> so winter is coming. You said that you do like five tracks a day. What's that process like? Like how how quick are you doing a beat? Uh, right now, I mean, shit, I can make a beat in like fifteen minutes. But then, it, then but I'll sit with the. Some, sometimes it's different though like sometimes uh, I mean it's always been like that like when I gotta crank out records I'll crank out records but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just the vibe sometimes yeah. I, I have an end goal at the end of the week mm-hmm. that I wanna get these many amount of beats done say 50 beats done but by, they're the, full, by Friday but they're full like beats full yeah, fledged, fully right? formatted yeah. but mm-hmm. look at the records that are coming out like I'm trying to make these records that like Cardi's producers are like that that kind of vibe like mm-hmm. that Pierre is popping right now mm-hmm. like he did a lot of Cardi's album and I think that whole vibe is sick as hell and the simplicity in it is mm-hmm. so crazy it's yep. like it's like damn it's it's I wouldn't I wouldn't say kindergarten beats but they're very simple beats minimal yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but they're very precise there's yeah. a, there's yeah. a strategy yeah. to them yeah it's getting that getting that groove and just letting it rock because if you check the sequence of the records they don't change up they're just eight bar loops also yeah, yeah. yeah. also too yeah. it kind of um it's it's really similar to the like the pop game and when you're getting like really big top line mm-hmm. from like really good writers and it always comes back to the idea that hit records are written they're not yeah. nec- they're not really produced they're written, they're written. right and yeah. so mm. as producers our job is to spark that match yeah f- that lighter and spark that blueprint I even go for so the hard. writer you know? i even go so hard to where i'm na- i'm actually putting thought into the the names that i send the beats out that's right or do you be surprised there's like yeah. a psychological thing right yeah, yeah. yeah. it's Bro, true you'll be surprised to like and, and you know how many artists like writers or whatever will send me back a track Based around the, the title, name, right? yeah, wow. the name of the beat I sent. That's just funny you know though. Who, um, <laughs> Seven, Seven actually did that Travis Scott record, yeah. the Green and Purple. Mm-hmm. He named the beat Green and Purple. Green and Purple. Yeah. So it goes right there, song. like you know. Shout out to homie Seven, man. Yeah. I used to name my shit weird. Yeah. Shit. Me too. I still I, do sometimes. I used to name my number because it'd be so many. Yeah. I'd be right. one, two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what I started with just squared. naming it the first word that comes to yo, mind that's when what I'm I do listening to this day, yo. Whatever it is. Yeah. Right. I like to get the loop down before I even save the name, mm-hmm. just so I know it's rocking. And then, as there, I'm already thinking lyrics in my head, or like closing my eyes and just picturing right. what the beat is telling me. So you're tapping into you're tapping into your rapper part of it, I guess, in a way, right? Where like not you're even, I just picture like literally a movie in my mind. Like, where would this beat be playing in a movie? Mm-hmm. Like, what scene? Like, sometimes I just think, uh, like the other day, I was making a beat and. Uh, you know, I was 
I was thinking about the part in um, what's that uh, Pursuit of Happiness where it's Will right. Smith and the kid and they're um, they're driving with the with the dude from the the business guy, the CEO of the company, and they're going oh, there in yeah, the right car right. and they're all going through the Beverly Hills. Yep. Oh yeah, like you know, I just had that thought. I told my writer right away, like the whole my whole idea for the record i'm like yo yeah. you got to think like you're doing this and and you're driving up here and you're in a red car you know what i mean yep. and just you gotta have a vision, vision. for the track kmt sounds cinematic too yeah, yeah. track sounds you know, like a it's so hard. everybody keeps hitting me up for beats that sound like kmt and oh, like man. me and that i hate that yeah it, it, it's and when you, you don't, can't avoid that what did you think about the happen. record when it came out? Like, did you think uh, it'll be as big as it is? The whole like Batman. That part. That's Honestly, the hardest. That that drop right there is is up there with the Know Yourself drop. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it is freaking. Real. That record really took off. Like even, but it took off even stronger before it came out. <laughs> yeah, you know what yep. I mean. It's true. Just the video of him playing it at the concert went viral alone. Yep. You know, um, you know, I didn't even know. And Ness was calling me. I, I was making beats, and usually I just flip my phone over, and yeah. I'll just go into Which work is important. mode. Yeah, yeah. You sometimes I take. Away. Yeah, sometimes I, I I just I airplane my mode, uh, yeah. airplane mm-hmm. mode, and I just send everything to my manager, so I don't even have to, to look at it. Yeah. And if it's that important, he'll call. He'll call my house phone or something. Yeah. It yeah. really gets that. You know, sometimes I wake up and I got 500, 600 text messages, and it's like yeah, crazy. <laughs> It's like, yo, I need that beat like KMT. Yo, is my beat like KMT beat? Yo. <laughs> so, so. It's literally like that. And yeah. the hardest part with that beat is you can't make a beat like that. It's a no. one of one. The yeah, tempo, it's a one of one. The tempo it's in, you know, it just, it, it was a sample. It was a Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog sample. So Shout like, to Sonic. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. Hey, look what Ooh. I got. Oh, it's the lit. portable Genesis. artifacts. <laughs> we don't have the Sonic though it's like here. A Game Boy we on have steroids. Streets of Rage. Yeah. Game Boy on steroids. Lit. Yeah. Um, so what's what's life like post um, post KMT? You said we were talking in the back. You yeah. you said you were in LA for a little while. Yeah. You were staying at um, someone's house yeah. <laughs> there, and yeah. uh, so to paint the picture, what's uh, what's mean, it like? I mean, shoot. I mean, this time around, LA was freaking. I had a wonderful time. Uh, I got I got to like really catch up with my boy Ed Exclusive. We were talking. Yep. Shout that's, to Ed Yeah, that's my home. He did all the way up for it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. got some pretty pretty big songs on the way. Yeah, too. we had we had him uh, on the show and he he broke it down. I mean, yeah. he has an amazing story. Whew. Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. I mean, we talk about it almost every single day. I obviously you know, so yeah. you know he had a. He had that intern come up, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I had the same thing. So we just automatically bonded right away. And, um, you know, I feel like, I feel like Ed, Ed in a couple of years, he's going to be really like, with the, he's in the right hands. Go-to. And yeah, he's, he's killing it Top right tier. now, man. Yeah. 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 You can't not play an exclusive beat and somebody don't like it. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. It's only, it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just going to go on a run. And you know what's cool now? Like, I heard you talking before about, like, you know, how there's, like, a whole round of producers and stuff like that. I yep. think, like, once you start to get into the game, there's really a circle of producers that yeah. all kind of fuck with each other. Mm-hmm. Fuck with each other. Even yeah. you saying, like, ex- exclusive and, like, seven. Like yeah. I, I'm always seeing everybody together now. You see, but like you see, every, like, we always, like, we're, uh, like, I'm happy to be, like, around that now because, like, we're always, like, commenting each other's yeah. Instagrams. Mm-hmm. We go, you know, go go out Hang and, out, like, yeah. see each other at yep. the same party. It's it's kind of like high school. Yeah, yeah it's genuine. It's, like it's, it's genuine because there's, like, this uh, mutual respect yeah. amongst each other. Mutual passion. And it, yeah, and, and everybody's also, trying to work all the time. Yeah. Everybody's got the same end goal. 
Nope. What do you use? I use FL Studio. Okay. FL, yeah. the cheat code. I mean, I use everything. I'm like I said, I'm a nerd, so I use yeah. Pro Tools. I use Logic. I, not Logic, the new one, non Aki use. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started on Reason. Yeah, I started Reason uh, too. Reason. Yo, Reason, Reason got the got the plug now. Yeah. I heard the they got yeah, yeah, I heard that somebody was telling me you about heard that. You about heard? time. Yeah. yeah, everybody was like, "Yo, now." I like, think I might Jesus. go back to Reason and fuck around because of that. Man, Just to get a different sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. I, I like just me- I mean I, I do I mix vocals too so mm. you know I usually do whenever I'm mixing everything I usually just doing it in Pro Tools yeah. dope dope but usually I just I do a lot of things I do I even track in FL yeah and I get I get a sound of crisp so yeah. uh, it really doesn't matter what you oh, use nowadays it, yeah. it's just technique I like technique. I like FL sound I just like I like recording in Ableton mm. I think it's the vocals? easiest yeah yeah you'll be surprised and. Um, even just editing and doing all that kind of stuff in Ableton on the the live, uh, I mean, on the, um, uh, you know, where the arrange screen. Right. Just doing everything on there. I don't, not even a beast on Ableton. I just love to record in it. Yeah. I nice. just think it's so easy and so easy to just get the focal sound. The cool. tools there yeah. like help. And then you. I'll go. Sometimes I put it in FL. Sometimes I put it in Pro Tools, yeah. depending. Yeah. You know. I mean, the more the more you know and the more tools you have, as yeah. long as you know what you're doing. You know, and you're taking advantage of how each one works. That's that's a good yeah. thing. So, are you um are you developing any artists right now? Like, is uh, that part of the game plan? Uh, I'm messing with this one uh, artist. He's from Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, he's my homie, dude Johnny. Um, mm-hmm. he's just super dope, and everything I send him is so crisp. And you know, um, I'm really focused on him right now. Nice. Um, that's like a big. That's something that in the Cuzo, like everybody, like everybody's. Everybody's with it, so yeah. everybody just wants to see what we're doing, and yeah. like it's the um, I think like we're talking about like being in music at this point right now is mm-hmm. like a really wonderful time because like everything is like so lit right now, and like yeah. there's so many lit people and there's so many nice people and cool people, and like you you know um, I think right now is like the perfect time for everything because the kids, the youth are so involved into the music and like yep. I think right now also the OG dudes are taking a step down from being like oh I know everything to yep. I want to listen to what the the kids are doing because yep. I got to stay relevant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as as much I, I I'm not going to lie to you I didn't like Cardi's album when I first listened to it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like I started to just get I really love the fact that how simple it was cuz I in my beats I try to like keep simplicity to the fullest extent. Yeah. yeah. So as least many sounds I could have in the beat with it rocking. Yeah. Then I know it's good. Yeah. Because and then like a lot of times what I'll do, I'll just send a beat to a writer or whatever, have them write it to it, have them write a top line or whatever to a, a rough edit of the mm-hmm. beat. Then I'll go back to the beat, beat tweak the beat, and yeah. then and then make the beat around the vocal because. Um, being a producer and making five ten tracks a day, you get lost in this spot where mm-hmm. it's like you start adding things in the beat that you don't need. You don't need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cluttered, yeah. yeah. And then it becomes cluttered. And then sometimes the vocal can help you take it to a different direction that you weren't even. You weren't even thinking, yeah. And mm-hmm. you could you and it's so much more to do at, like when you're mixing a track or you, when you're putting a beat together with a vocal on it because you could see where to you could put these little, little, little things that yep. you, you like somebody won't even notice. Ear you candy. Know? Yeah. Ear candy. These little change ups and these little. That's why it's, you see a lot, um, like the beats be really sim- simple now. Like, even like, uh, uh, I was just listening to like uh, the little Uzi song, All My Chains On. Mm-hmm. Like, the beat's just a loop, 
But the engineer, you definitely tell the engineer when he was cutting when he was cutting the record. He you know sometimes the engineer would take the two track and then chop it up and make yep. do a whole bunch of cool things mm-hmm. on the job and dropping in yeah. and out. Sometimes you just need something as little as that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I, I think focusing on not adding too many things in beat. Yeah. I think that's a huge. That's the key. Thing. That's but a big key. I get. I just get stuck sometimes just because it's like it's like damn because sometimes it'll be whack to me but it might not be whack to the artist you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like damn this this beat's not as and it that's the beat that gets picked yeah KMT yeah. wasn't like KMT wasn't like a beat that I thought like you didn't thought you didn't th- no, think it was, it was just not another the first beat. one the first one was even simpler than that one wow. and that one's just a sample with drums on it mm. you know if mm-hmm. anything that's easy as hell yeah so you know. I knew, I mean, it, when I had that record, me and I said I had that, it, it sounded like a uh, nigga who made it. So mm-hmm. I was bumping off that vibe. And like I said, I sent it a couple of times and I didn't get no, uh, I didn't get no, no tag back. So mm-hmm. I was just, I was, I was like, nah, like they got to fuck with this shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I kept sending it and, and it caught on, it caught go. on eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, but yeah. I think simplicity and that's why I love Cardi's album so much now because the beat's so mm-hmm. simple. What yeah. do you it's start like, with? Yeah. Uh, like, what's your strong point? You start with drums, melodies. melodies. Yeah. I start mean, with the melody first. I think right now, um, you know, me and Ed had this had this talk like um, right now in the industry, and I know a lot of people want might hate on producers for it, but it's so much easier to collab and work with people mm-hmm. to where some guys just make melodies yeah. yep. and send out packs of melodies. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to go, instead of sending all the files to a beat, this is why people do the melody thing is because nobody wants to sit there and track out a beat. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sometimes you use Logic and you, you use FL Studio so you can't send a session, mm-hmm. you know what yep. I mean? Unless yeah. you work with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, So I think it's just the easier, like when I go to collab with somebody, like, I'll just send a pack of melodies and mm-hmm. I'll be like, yo, you know, they, they finish fuck. it off. Yeah. Like I got a, uh, I, me and Ness got uh, another record with PNB rock. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was just, in that case, that was one of those. I just sent yeah. them a pack of melodies. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I also go through samples. I spend hours yeah. finding. Mm-hmm. And then when I get the sample tweaking, yeah, and you know you'll never catch me with a sample. Even these royal free, royalty free loops, or mm-hmm. I have a bunch, I'm a bunch of producer friends. Not even that are on. Yeah. I mess with a lot of kids that are fifteen, six. That sounds so good. <laughs> Pause. Obviously not Pause. that guy. Not, not that light. No. <laughs> yeah, not that way. But yeah. I work with a lot of producers that are like yeah. fifteen, sixteen years old, making yeah. fire, mm-hmm. making yeah. fire at their. And they, the difference between their records. Is that they do it because they actually love it, mm-hmm. and they're a kid still, so they're in high school. They're not worried about money. They're, they're not, not worried. worried about college. They're doing it because they're actually yep. having fun doing it. Yep. And that shows in the music. Yeah. When you're having yeah. fun with with the shit, it it really shows. Those man. are the beats that get picked though, and that's yep. the music that clicks. And and a lot of people, too many people try to get the money first. Yep. It's like, dude. You have to get the music first and let that speak for it. Then get the money. The money's just gonna. The it's money's gonna come. gonna come. Yeah, it's gonna come either way. Yeah. If you keep, if you stay persistent at yeah. anything you do, mm-hmm. it's gonna come. It's gonna. If come. you're good at it, it's gonna come. Yeah. 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 Even if you're bad, bro. You know how yeah. many producers that I mean, I'm not gonna put nobody on the spot, but there's a lot of producers that are on that are not good. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That, is true. that aren't yeah. good, you know. And it, there's a lot of producers that have five producers under them, and yep. there's there's different ways to orchestrate how you want to run your business mm-hmm. and yep. depending on 
like if you're gonna get into the music business you're gonna learn a lot of sad truth about the shit yep. so yep. you know what i mean just accept it and go on with your life you know um and people handle the business differently so yep. you know i always like i you get a certain feeling when you did something when you mm -hmm. did the beat, like a lot of producers, you know, they get so big to the point where they're not really making their own music anymore. And yep. we don't hate it. Mm -hmm. We love it because they, they're just so busy. They can't. Right. You know what I mean? So they got a whole And also it's just, a uh, like you said, a whole other like business, you know. Yeah, it's uh, a whole different. Matrix. Yeah. They just kind of build up this thing and then they but what do you that. think these guys, do you think these guys just started out doing that? No, they were at mm -hmm. the studios. They were pushing buttons sacrificing yep. and not only that they're giving these young boys a chance yep. yeah. you know what i mean they're messing with the biggest producers they're getting their names on these tracks and you know i just think i think once producer gets to a certain level it's just kind of like it it, it kind of gets so difficult to really sit down and when you're catching flights all the time and then you got an interview and then you got to do yep. this and then you got to go to the club tonight and then you got to you got to do a million things it's kind of hard to just yep. lock in the studio i'll you give you i'll give you one example will i am yeah will i am this guy has the craziest business like ever that i've ever witnessed or seen <laughs> like he has this I can't get into the details because I actually signed an NDA and it sucks because I really want to talk about this. <laughs> but he yeah, he has this like 50,000 square foot warehouse in LA, like remotely located and it's just, just like a bunch of shit in it. It's like, and it's all bit like his own yeah. things. His own businesses are being run in one place. And I feel like you're right. When you get to that level, how do you, how can you spend time just making beats yeah. as a producer you kind you of have to be in the zone to make you beats. have to you have you can't just go to be go to the studio and be like okay i got it too i hate going to the studio and it's time limit i don't go to the studio mm -hmm. unless it's at least five to ten hours yeah because when the half the time i'm talking mm -hmm. half the time i'm vibing yep. you know that you just it's, never know yeah you don't you never know you know yeah. in, inspiration could come at any time i just i never go and i never go in i like i said i always have an end goal but I never go in with the intent to be like, I have to make 10 beats today or I have to, because then it turns into a job mm -hmm. yeah. and you don't want it to turn into a job. Mm -hmm. because then that screws up your vibe. Goes, yeah. yeah. It goes all downhill yeah. after that. Yeah. And then yeah. the one thing I learned with the, like with this whole is stop stressing money. That's Amen. So I think freaking. money and a look too. Facts. Cause a lot of people mm -hmm. are like, everybody gotta trying. be like that person. I gotta yep. be on his level. I gotta be like Metro or, uh, you know, and it's never like, try, never try to be somebody else either. Just mm -hmm. yeah. be, yeah. be you. I always yeah. focus on building my own brand, on building exactly. my own name, mm -hmm. and getting my own money. Listen, I was making enough money to the point where I was able to quit my job up until like two years ago, mm -hmm. and you know, just off music. And I wasn't like the super lit producer who yeah. who did this and didn't. Who, you know what I mean? I didn't mm -hmm. even know anybody or nothing. I was just there's. There's so many artists out there that rap. Mm -hmm. I know, yeah. I know kids that I and some of my friends that are EDM producers and stuff like that. They they have a whole business. They're running off YouTube mm -hmm. and yep. they're making six to eight thousand dollars a month selling exclusive leases for a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a whole so other thing. If anybody, there's comes, a lot of people doing that and. I mean, Get it you, how you can. I mean, you know you, how many people come to you and they're like, "Oh, how do I make money?" And like, "How do I? How do I do it?" And how, just do it. Money is mm -hmm. never the motive. Should yeah. never be the motivation. Yeah. Were you the, ever no. selling any beats? Always. Mm -hmm. yeah. I sold millions of. beats. When did you stop? Yeah. I'm still selling beats. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, I'm a producer. That's how I get money. That's how I get yeah. paid. It's how I, um, it's my job. Yeah. Yeah. But like to like um like up and coming producers yeah. that I mean, you don't know. I mean, you, I mean, I'm not selling my beats for a hundred bucks anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know, because now I'm in situations that are a little different. So like, say a label wants to like a lot of the people I'm dealing with now have budgets from mm-hmm. a label or something mm-hmm. like that. So or you know, you go down to Atlanta and all the hood dudes they got that hood money. So it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love getting down there. I just get right. the bag real fast, but. Yep. But um, no, I mean, I'm uh, up until like maybe about six months ago. You know, I was I was selling beats for hundred bucks pop. Yeah. If I sell if I sell hundred if I sell ten beats for a hundred dollars a day, that's a what? That's a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like what Ryan was saying. <laughs> there's no reason why you should not have money because I know I know I'm grounded on my feet if I can make a hundred dollars a day selling beats. But what are those beats mm. like? Are those your favorite beats or they're just shit that you just knock out in fifteen the, minutes and just matter. whatever you don't care? No, nah, it doesn't matter. I don't. I I always just sold whatever because mm-hmm. I sold. I. This is what I used to do. I mm-hmm. I tell them, listen, you can either buy a beat off me for a thousand dollars exclusively, which nobody's got a thousand dollars. Yeah. Or. I'll let you, I'll slide you this beat for a hundred bucks. If the song does get popping and you want it, we could discuss buying it or a percentage. But half the time, you know, it doesn't always have, it doesn't, that, so it's honestly, just, that's it's just never happened. Yeah. That's never happened to me. But, you know, if they really, but I, I always tell them like, why are you going to spend your money, on, a whole bunch of money on a beat that you don't even know is going to go anywhere? Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. At least, you sure. know, plus people that are on, I'm not really selling beats to, mm-hmm. you know sure. what I mean? Unless I'm working on a pod, yeah. everything's budgeted, right. so yeah. it's a different. It's a and different I'm sure world. it's case by case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, whenever I hear people like kids saying like, "Oh, I, I, you know, I can't get money doing it," it shouldn't be about the money. It should just be about getting I mean, better. I at least I had a, you know, I grew up with my grandparents, so at least I had like, they never bothered me or stressed me out. I mean, obviously, all the time it's like, "Yo, what are you gonna do with your life or mm-hmm. whatever?" But mm-hmm. I always made it. I always made it a thing to them to show them I was doing something. Like, True. Hey, Nan, I'm in Atlanta and I'm with blah blah blah, and yep. now I'm in LA and I'm with blah blah blah, and I'm talking with him and and you know they're and, you know my grandparents obviously they're they're Italian, so mm-hmm. like they're always like, "Ah, oh, where's the money? Where's the money? I want to <laughs> yeah. see the money." Then you're talking. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, "All right, it's gonna come. Don't worry." You know what yeah. I mean? So. You know, even still now, they don't even know what's going on, really. Mm-hmm. I, right. You know, my grandma does, but my grandpa's like, Drake who? Who's a, what's a Drake? So <laughs> what's it's right? like, yeah. yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah. but, you know. That's crazy. I'm just, yeah, I think, I just think, like, the focus should never be about the money, but you still gotta, you, you, gotta, gotta, you, you wanna make, make a too. career about, you wanna, you wanna make, make a career. career. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, at the end of the day, it does come down to, but you just, like I said, it's not, bro, you go on Instagram, and you look up a hashtag, unsigned artists mm-hmm. there's millions of people that come up yeah. dm them see if they need beats they'll yeah. buy them for 100 bucks yeah there say you go. yo i messed with him and him and <laughs> i just did a record with him and i did this and yeah. you guys want beats yeah because i got i got some hot shit That's so up. you know speaking of beats i can't I, I this is my favorite part so and i would love for you to join us yeah um blabber crap mm. blabber crap so we have this segment where we go into our email and um, we choose beats at random that yeah. people submit and we play them, you know, a snippet live. And then um, if we like the beat, we give it a blap. And if we don't, we give it a crap. <laughs> and uh, we give a little constructive criticism. Yeah. Right. And we like to have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, that's dope. They so love it. They love it when we honest. crap it, though. Trust so we're going to get into this segment real quick blap or crap, you know? Um, 
you know, it's very fun. It's come to the point basically where like people get their bee shitted on and they're like, thank you for shitting on my bee. I mean, you know, I mean, I I remember I did a a beat battle in Toronto and like Boy Wonder and like Southside (laughs) were the judges. And Mm -hmm. like I played a beat with Southside's tag in it. Like that, like that, that the Kill Bill horn. Oh, the horn, the horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because every, you know, every drum kit had that. A lot of people were doing it, yeah. Every drum kit had that. And it sounded sick. And what he, he got so mad. What did he say? He was like, "You should be disqualified." And <laughs> and then and then right after, but right after, right after, I was getting off the stage because I already had a beat that I collabed with Wonder on, uh-huh, okay. and I played it. But he didn't know it was me because it went through a middle person, right. a writer. Right. So there you go. Like I was just talking about before, I got linked out. I did a I collabed on a beat with Boy Wonder. Had no idea who I was. It even was because yeah. it, I did the song with a writer. Crazy. Connection. See, it's the writer. So it's a writer. You know thing. what I mean? Small world, man. You just never know. You never, never know. All right. Our first submission for today is um, Slim Slumper and uh, DJ Deals. Let's right, do it. Go. It's a shame that we don't have Earl or Mundo here, but it's all good. Mundo. Mundo beats. <laughs> Mundo. <laughs> <laughs> Produced by Slump and Deals. Jael, why don't you start that one off? All right. Um, since we don't blab potential, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to crap this one. But I All did right. like the I liked the beat. The snare, the mix was, was kind of iffy. Right. The snare was like too hot, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I didn't hit a kick enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the background pad, I think, was kind of cheesy. But yeah. the overall yeah. idea... And like the story he was telling, I, I fucked with. Yeah, yeah I agree. Sure. What you think? Yeah, Crap. everything he said. The the melody was kind of cheesy. The sound he used, and I think the brass was a little cheesy too. Yeah, I didn't really hear the kick. It's mm-hmm. like the kick was the kick and the and the sub were very low. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the mix or he wanted the the brass to be more prominent, but I think his mix has to be better. And I. I'm gonna just crap it. It was a little, it was a little cheesy for me. Yeah. Like I see where he was going, but I think he could have executed it a bit better, like yeah. with his sound selection. I, yeah, I think the the problem was sound selection, mm-hmm. like for that sure. synth and those like little mm-hmm. arps in there. Like I, the chord was pretty good, but yeah. I think um, if you you know just like use better sounds, mm-hmm. they can't sound a little like presetty. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Exactly. Just like preset joints. Yeah. What do you think, Pascal? Uh, it, uh, when it comes to beats, I'm really just a yeah or nay kind of guy. Yeah. And, that was no. just a nay. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded dated. It sounded dated. Yeah. dated. It, it, like maybe Lex Luger time. Like right. that shit would have yeah. been fire. Yeah. Like Lex Luger type Or maybe even beat. sped up the tempo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, YouTube was on. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So Why here we go. Oh, I read that wrong. All right. So next up we have Dan DZ with a Z, obviously. Dan DZ. Dan DZ. All right. Here we go.
It's crazy. Alice was like so such a He's dick on Blackbird last Shine. Week. Last week. <laughs> oh yeah. Damn. On Ryan Leslie show, he was such a dick, man. You need that person. Damn, Atlas. Intro's too long. Too long. I'll start it off. I'm going to crap it. Um, I mean, I think the obvious thing is that the intro was too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the intro was extreme. I think that might have been the longest intro I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> that life. That deserves an award for the longest. Yeah, award for the longest, longest intro. intro. Um, <laughs> it, it was like when Travis Scott produced Goosebumps 14 times. Mm-hmm. Same same award. That's like same a whole award. separate record. This, the is, intro. A, this is a world <laughs> record. The longest <laughs> intro. Uh, funny enough, though, when the beat came in, like I wasn't all the way mad at like the beat. Yeah. Um, the only suggestion I would make maybe is just like the arp in there was just like a little intense. Mm-hmm. I think you might have trouble with like a vocalist trying to get around that. But yeah. the actual beat was okay. Um, but that that intro just killed it for me, man. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna crap, crap that too. That intro was way too long. And the mix could have been a little better. Yeah. Um, the drums, man, you guys got to, like, you know, boost those drums. They were yeah. super low. The hi-hat was, like, way too loud compared mm-hmm. to the drums. It was just too loud and also too much high in frequency where it was just, like, yeah. kind of piercing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to crap that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to crap think? it, too. Um, I think the gated... <laughs> <laughs> that that, yo, that still reminds me of Atlas because Atlas just shits, shits on, on everything. So he's I like, always you know, press that one. My my best recommendation is just grab it and drag it to the right <laughs> hand, <laughs> the, the little bottom don't hand, even, right don't hand even side. Save as, yeah. <laughs> yo, but you know don't what's popping? Command Q. You know Command what's popping though? The BPM. The BPMs were popping. BPMs were popping though. What you think, Pasquale? It kind of lost me like the first two minutes yeah. into it. It was just intro. 
bummer. Two crazy. minute intro. <laughs> no direction. I lost. I lost the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Longest intro. Like his ever. drop was okay. It wasn't that bad. No, I slapped. If it would have yeah. came in a little sooner, and then the drums would have, you know, knocked a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the mix would have been better. Could have been cool, but it was just way too long. Yeah. Yeah, just cut the intro and, and the actual beat was like pretty cool. If you yeah. got the right artist on there and just like mess with those arps, like mm-hmm. the, the beat could lit. work. Yeah, yeah, the beat could have been cool. So appreciate your support, Dan DZ. All right, so next up we have we're like super backed up. We're still in May. <laughs> we're we're in like May third like submissions right now. Uh, let's see. Um, all right, so this is uh, Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah Rusin. Sorry if we pronounced it wrong. All right, here we go. Oh, my ladies, real hip hop, Curtis Blow. <laughs> Oh, my you tuned in to 100.5. Oh, yeah. Light FM. <laughs> yeah. Real hip hop. Real hip hop. I'm your pushing man. <laughs> I'm your pushing man. Yeah. I could hear this at like a coffee shop. Yeah, like coffee shop, like like rollerblading. Yeah, drinking my little matcha latte <laughs> with soy milk. <laughs> Trying to get it popping. Waiting in Starbucks for your order. (laughs) Sitting down with a couple millennials. (laughs) A couple millennials. You know, (laughs) running their business at the coffee shop. Uh, Today's businesses. Just had a little croissant. (laughs) Croissant. Yeah, put that in the oven for me. Slightly toasted. Slightly toasted. Let me get a side of that grass fed butter. You know what I mean? You give them the wrong name at Starbucks. Those vegan donuts. Let me get a couple gluten-free vegan donuts, please. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Keep the change. You know what I'm saying? Keep the change. You know what? I actually have my Starbucks app. <laughs> yeah, we got. <laughs> I scan it. <laughs> there you go. I got the app. I got the app. I don't. I don't carry cash on me. Just the app. You know it's not my flow. Yeah. It's like, what's your name again, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like your receipt emailed or printed? You know what? Email it to me. My name should be in the database already. You know what? <laughs> you don't even got my real email. Half and half. Half and half. Not whole. I'll do the half and half grass fed. You know what I'm saying? It's that type of day. No sugar. <laughs> Y'all got agave? I'll take agave. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, You know what? It's funny because... I, all right. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crap it, but... Um, it's weird because I do feel like that can work in some type of context, right? Yeah. Like in a cafe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a licensing type thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Commercial. commercial. I like the chords for real. Like the, the chords, chords were cool. Like I think you can. Even, I'd even like sample that and like send it to Ken Dot, the K, yeah. uh, K Dot, or something. Like, like flip it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you could flip definitely. something like that. Yeah, the, the jazz chords were cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll crap horrible. that too. But it was a, it was a, it was a cool vibe. Mm-hmm. It has potential, but I'm gonna crap it. But I could definitely see that somewhere growing. Somewhere, yeah, <laughs> somewhere, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, cool. I'm gonna crap it. All right. I'm gonna gotta get out of the uh, cafe vibe here. Let's try to find some other stuff. Should name the beat like cafe. Cafe yeah. vibes. <laughs> cafe vibes. 
All right, so Cafe next, life. next up we have uh, Kid Brooklyn. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> know what I mean? Shout to glam, hip hop one. <laughs> to the left. Oh my ladies. Oh my ladies. Oh my ladies. It sounds like him and his cool. other guy are like friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah similar <laughs> right? Like you send one, I send one. Yeah. Cap, yo, send that collab. Two. I'll send our other collab. Two birds, one stone. Sound like he was like an NPC to chop yeah. the sandals on him. Yeah. Now let me get a side of Nutella, please. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Lightly toasted. Thank you. I Lightly feel like toasted. I'm at an elevator right now, to be honest. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, mm-hmm. Or like the, a Nordstrom. About yeah. to head to the Met Gala. <laughs> yeah, Nordstrom. <laughs> I'm totally in Nordstrom right now. <laughs> I'm totally in I'm in Nordstrom waiting for my mom. Because <laughs> she's, 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 she's trying on shoes. She's, she's shopping. She's so I'm section. like, I'm waiting for her because she might get lost around the mall. She doesn't know her way My around. phone died. I need a beer. Phone died. Need a beer. That really did sound like the other guy. It did. It might yeah. be you know what? I, I will say this. Again, I'm going to crap it. But um, uh, you can see that somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some kind of uh, cafe. Not they, a hip hop vibe. Not really a hip hop vibe. Maybe to get sampled for a hip hop yeah. vibe, but mm-hmm. yeah, unless you're doing real hip hop. <laughs> all right, so let's keep it going. Man. Anonymous crap, man. We've had all craps today, man. Last week Unanimous. was great. Yeah, what happened, guys? Come on, let's do this. All right, CJ the Cynic, all the way from Cincinnati, the Natty. Let's go. I wish you would roll up. I wish you would roll up. I wish you would roll up. I wish you would. At all, all of that, all that little extra. Yeah, Yeah. that was vibe. Sounded a little offbeat. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. no clash with vocals. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I just swallowed an e pill. I wish you would. I wish you would. <laughs> it's trippy, man. All right, that was uh, CJ the Cynic. Um, what you guys think? Mm, nah, nah. maybe, but until he did that, like, crazy, yeah, the weird like, effects. effects stuff. Yeah. yeah. I say, oh, stutter edit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think all those effects could have been left out, yeah. or maybe like brought in during like a. 
a transition period or like a drop where the vocals right. are not in because that's definitely gonna clash with vocals yeah like he went so, kind of ham on it too like it sounded like he did like multiple a ones bunch of shit, for yeah. like four bars straight mm-hmm yeah, I mean, and there was no intro really. Either. I don't know what the intro had to like do just, with the yeah beat. Yeah, yeah the like, intro was a I little wasn't weird. Expecting it to drop. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> the intro and the drop kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I saw where he was going when I heard like the sample in the actual beat, mm-hmm. but I think he could have done something different for the intro. Yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah. sample in as the intro instead mm-hmm. of that vocal. Yeah. Shot yeah. Well, that what was the the vocal saying? Did you guys catch that? What was it? I didn't know if it was saying pull up or. Pull up or yes. pour it was, up. It says something um, about Power. why don't you roll up? Yeah, why don't you? Oh, then it was like, up. I wish you would. I wish yeah. you would. Yeah. I was totally off. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know what sample that is, but uh, the beat was. I mean, the beat sounded dated too. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't even really all the way. I mad wasn't at mad at it. Beat. No. It was like it had yeah. a cool little head nod mm-hmm. joint, but um, yeah, the effects kind of killed it. So if I were you, I would just. You know, just cut the effects. You know what I mean. Cut you don't have effects. to delete. Don't delete the beat. Don't just delete <laughs> it. Don't drag it down there. <laughs> just start over. Yeah, don't put it in the trash bin, please. All right. So next up, we have um, Inspermentalist uh, Brian Davis Jr. All right, here we go. Damn, it's cafe vibes. Today, Damn, yeah, what's going it's on? Crazy. Jeez. I want. I want a latte. Every, right? every it's, show it's has warm a outside. Everybody's out warm. having lunch. It's like eighty. <laughs> it's like ninety degrees out. Hey. Ninth Wonder Vibes. Keep that shit simple. Damn, I just want to hear the bass line come up. Yeah. Yes. Bring that bass line up. But don't, don't. fence with that you know what i'm gonna blap that bro first blap of the day day. i like the vibe um definitely like felt like some 2000s like even 90s type shit really reminded me of like some ninth early ninth wonder um i love i love nine shit so like i'm biased to like this kind of stuff but i love the simplicity it had like a good head nod good drum programming like real basic i feel like you know if you get the right artist on there to do some cool shit to it yeah it might work could yeah. turn into a jam might you know click. what i mean yeah Probably i mean, mixed in stuff might sound totally exactly yeah. you know even like getting like some kind of singer to do some crazy shit on there like could Definitely. be some different shit yeah. yeah you know like listen if kendrick rapped on that it would be fucking fire mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know so it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. rough i think yeah. it would be yeah yeah i, I, I like that that's the best one yeah so far i'm gonna crap that Oh. I'm in between. Oh. I'm on the fence, and I, I'm on the fence. But I like the vibe. It's cool. I like the BPM. That was one of my favorite things BPM about it. BPM was hot. Uh, it was yeah, fire. It was, you can't deny yeah, it. BPM it was, was fire. The BPM. But was it fire. didn't really do much for me. It was cool. I like. I like. You know the direction, but it didn't really. You know, strike a, a nerve with me. 
What you think? I'll, I'll have to be on my mundo flow and say crap. Oh, yeah. as it is now, guys are as hating. It is now it's crap. But if yeah, it's like no mixed love. and has a baseline, then maybe yeah. you know. Yeah, I think hearing a baseline and then removing like the vocal sample in mm-hmm. a, in a couple parts. Bring that baseline up for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Funky. Yeah. What do you think? Nah, I wasn't going for it. Damn. Wow. So we have L-Line one, had we have one, one blap out of four, four, four out of like 16 craps. I think today. we got to skip a couple beats. They all in the same vibe. Yeah, He's excited. Though. That was yeah, the last one for today. Damn. Damn, what a way to go. What Crazy. a way to go. Cafe vibes. Yeah, well, guys, Cafe listen, vibe. if you want to <laughs> submit to uh, Blap or Crap, just send one MP3 to um, info at blabchat.com and uh, we'll choose your beat at random and uh, get that going. So, um, yeah, man, good shit today. Chef Pasquale. Ooh, sorry. Chef Pasquale, man, appreciate you coming yeah, through. Pleasure, man. Um, I, lo- I love your story, man. And, like, you know, just I feel like you're really in this, like, really great position because, like, you've had this, like, really big milestone and I'm sure everything is changing now. So yeah. I want to, I'm, like, rooting for you, man. Like, Thank I can't wait so to see, like, and hear the jams and you know yeah. we gotta do some shit too oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying 100% you already know like, what it is yeah Woo. so um, you know definitely some good shit, shit. Proud, proud of you man and like thank you man uh, really really great story man so yeah. where can they just to end off like where could they find you on uh, like, social I'm media Cam- uh, Cameron Pasquale on Twitter and Instagram uh, Snap all the same thing you can cool. find me on, yeah and if there's any artists that want to like cop beats from you, yeah. are you still on the market? Uh, not really. Uh, not like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but if the price is right, yeah, where could the they price, hit you? Obviously, if the uh, price is you right. Can hit me in the DM. My manager is uh, my manager's info is up there in my in my bio. So dope. You could just hit him. Yeah. All right, cool, oh, man. Yeah. Thank you for up. coming, man. For sharing. Appreciate your you coming, Jael. Appreciate Thanks for it, filling man. in for Mundo <laughs> and Glam, 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 Glam. Glam's on the West Coast. She's on the West Coast. Living it up. Yeah, at least we got good weather today. Mm -hmm. So we're living it up too. God damn it. God damn it. Um, All right. So round of applause for Chef Pasquale. Episode 35. (laughs) We out of here. Signing off. Later. We out. Peace.